a few words? I think so. All right. <clears throat> we are here today to mourn the death of Dune Dudes. Um, Gone too soon. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's never easy to say goodbye. You know, you're never ready. You know... You always know when it's coming. It's not that it's ever a surprise, but no amount of time is ever enough to prepare for a loss. Um, Especially a loss on this... The scale. Very true. Yeah, seismic. A seismic scale. Um, Epic proportions. (laughs) Yeah, so we are here to... We are here to have this moment in person to to have the last episode of Dune Dudes together. Yeah, this is this is how we planned um for this to go down. Um we've you know, known this was coming for a long time. We, uh, as as you all know, we finished the books. The movie came out, and suddenly we were at the end of the road. So we, you know, thought instead of quietly going into the night, we would um, have one last discussion, celebration with everybody in Dude Nation. Unfortunately, Duncan from Idaho also passed on the same day as Dune Dudes itself. So we we are the only ones here to to really grieve for them in 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 that meaningful way. Um, so yeah, it was really important for us to be together. Absolutely, um, R.I.P. Dune Dudes. I, I was able to scrape some of um, Duncan's cells, <laughs> though from from his corpse. So there may still be hope yet. Yeah. Um. Uh, for you know, I mean, you all know what happens. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, much like Duncan himself, even much like Arrakis, um. Death is never the end. This no. might be the last episode of Dune Dudes, but uh, you know the Gola version of itself in some mm. far future. I mean, th- there's no way of knowing. I think if if Dune has showed us anything, it's it's consequences on a um, on a like a galactic scale. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, and I feel like this is like part of that too. Like, yes. You know, we are here to say goodbye, but I think in a, in another much more real way, um, we're really just parting ways until somewhere on down the line in, a, in an unknowable future, we may rendezvous. We very well may. Yeah, I know. I think there's a good chance of that. I do. Um, and, you, you know, we, we don't know what Dune Dudes inspired that's another thing you know there's um potentially 
millions of podcasts that we could have um you know helped start you know if if someone listens to dune dudes and they, they think hey i could do a podcast about a book too or i could be uh, do a podcast about something else done right you know? so I'm, I'm an idiot too exactly i mean you know, it really this why, is, sh- why should these two idiots have all the fucking yes fun mm-hmm. really this is j- just i mean it's it's for idiots everywhere um you can do this you you know you can do whatever you set your mind to um and you know it's like not maybe not well but you can do it you can do it hey i'll cheers to that cheers my my dude Ooh, yeah. So yeah, this is um. It's been a while. It's been a while since you had a golden monkey. It's golden monkey. That's the beer by Victory, and um, it, it's delicious. But it's also a very. It plays a very pivotal role in the golden path, mm. which is why we are <laughs> drinking it. Um. And I, I mean, it's the visions we get. Like we don't know exactly how it comes into play, but we just we know that it's very important for us to be drinking Golden Monkey tonight during this the last podcast. Yes, it's true. Uh, the the future is an unknowable beast. You just follow yep. in its footsteps in in, in a lot of ways. Um, there's you know kind of on that note, but like there's so many places we could start. It's it's insane to think about where it's where it's actually going to begin here um so instead of considering all those possible futures all those paths um let's start here connor yes um The Dune Saga, the yes. original six Herbert books. Yep. Written by F. Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> F. Scott Fitzherbert. Yes. Uh, what's on your mind, man? Just like t- when you think about Dune, when you think about those books, our journey reading through it, I don't know, anything, whatever, whatever comes to your mind... What are those what are those six books make you think of, man? Yeah, that's that's a great question. That's a big question. I mean, it's now been um like three months since we've finished the books about. Yeah, it was in October. Yeah. Um So yeah, I, I think at three months because that's the movie came out on the twenty second, so this is we're we're right there. We're yes. on the twenty second of January, so so yeah, around three months. Wait, is today the twenty second? Today's the twenty second. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So we are exactly yeah. three months out from the release yes. of Denis Villeneuve's Yeah Dune, mm-hmm. the movie, the movie twenty twenty one. Um. So yeah, I've like definitely had time to process, and you know, it's been swirling around in my head for a long time. I mean, there's really never a day where it doesn't swirl around swirl around in my head um and yeah i mean I, I i just keep on coming back to uh, you know f- 
freedom, I guess, and what Frank Herbert has to say about what freedom is. And, you know, I mean, the, the battle between, you know, life being, um, you know, I mean, the battle of free will, essentially, right? Yeah, totally. Um, are, are, are we predestined to take every footstep that we, that we make, or uh, do we have a, a choice to, to do what we, we want to do? Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's kind of been, uh, you know, an overarching thing. And I, and it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's definitely a concept that is not answered, which I don't think it could ever be answered definitively. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's made me kind of think about, you know, as, as Duncan did, like being able to live in the freest way possible. Um, being as free as you can be, I guess, with, um, you know, obviously this is the society that we live in now is very different than the Dune universe, but there are similarities. Um, you know, I wouldn't say, uh, we're, 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 we're truly free, um, in a lot of ways. So yeah, that's been on my mind a lot. Just, um, how to break those, those chains and, um, you know, live with meaning in, in your own way. Um, yeah. So it's been, been, a, you know, in, in inspiration and, and, and also just kind of a thinking point. Yeah. That is really interesting. I love what you said about how, <clears throat> about how like the questions that Herbert raises aren't answered. And I feel like, you know, that's something that we struggled with for a long time going through the podcast, thinking about like, oh, when when are these answers coming? I feel like for myself, I realized at some point, maybe maybe only at the very end of God Emperor. I think that's actually, I can pinpoint it exactly now that I say it out loud. I think only up until the very end of God Emperor, um, I, I, I was still asking myself, like, how is this going to coalesce? You know, like, what is Herbert building towards yeah. and and what answers can he possibly provide to to like satisfy all these points of these rays throughout these first four books that's exactly why i kept going i i was so fixated on like what is the golden path you know like what how how is this mystery going to be solved and definitely the the most laudable and genius thing that Herbert does is he doesn't answer it and mm -hmm. I know that we've mentioned this several times but like it, it I, I think it's one of the things that like makes Dune hold up so well especially in like our current environment of storytelling where pretty much every, every question that, that gets raised in a story is going to have an answer you know yeah. every character is going to be connected with someone else everyone is related to or part of someone in a shared universe you know um that that the things that are brought together um have like real meaning inside of a narrative and like the tightrope that herbert walks is like it does feel like all the choices that the characters make are important and have impact because they are and they do but like he also somehow makes it feel like they're still living in a, a chaotic universe, just like we are. Yes, yeah. Like, um, 
and 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 not in the way that feels cheap you know not in like that deus ex machina like oh you know how are they gonna get out of this one and then the author just fucking you know pulls out some bullshit to to make him get to the next hurdle it it's always something that that makes sense in in that like broader context of like a, a full realized world and to bring that back to like what you were saying about freedom and the way the characters like deal with that like i also think what's really interesting about that is like herbert's always kind of arguing both sides of an argument too yeah and like that's also what's so weird like it's one of those things that i really do need to reread god emperor in particular i i think just to have a better understanding of like where everything in dune is at but yeah i know um but i mean that in the sense that like i um not to beat a dead horse but like yeah i i think there's plenty of things in god emperor that probably aren't handled well or or argued well but the thing is i i recognize that i think herbert plays both sides of the field he brings up the opposition and his point and you kind of have to realize like well where does he land if anywhere in all this and i bring that up i'm gonna wrap my point up here but i bring that up because i i think what's so interesting about freedom in herbert's universe is that like it's always in in contest with human nature um like of course like prophecy and and prescience has so much to do with like you know what what sort of will do people's actions really hold? But, like, even more than that, like, that's what the whole Gamja bar is all about. You know, it's like, mm. do you have the ability to control your instincts or do your instincts control you? You would think that that would be the end of the argument. You know, it happens within the first 10 pages. Yep. But then at the end of the saga, the Bene Gesserit come to a point where they bring in more of that like human understanding of themselves and it, it kind of i feel like it leaves it very like open-ended like it's not it's not that the bene Gesserit are like just about like soullessly destroying their humanity for a long time they sort of are but uh-huh. like i think herbert very intelligently like circles back and not only does, does that do wonders for jessica which we talked about too mm. but like for that idea of freedom, it's like, well, were they even right to begin with? Is the Gamjabar test, what validity does it hold yeah. by the time Chapter House rolls around? Yeah, no, you know? yeah. I mean, that's that's a, a good question. I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting because it's kind of laid out in a few ways where you have the Gamjabar where, you know, are you a human or are you an animal? Um, you Which have, I had a lot of problems with for a while. Yeah. But sorry, go on. Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of issues that could be found um, in the in that kind of viewing of of humanity, right? Um, but then there's also prescience, and it's yeah, are you like okay, you're human, but do you actually have control over what actions you take, um, or are you you know just aware of the path that we are all led down um then you have golas and it's like like are first off are you really human are you who you were are you do you actually have free will um or do you just think you do um so so yeah i mean i think i think humanity is is really like that's the biggest 
component of of dune is kind of you know diving into what makes a human a human and um you know what drives those instincts and um yeah i I think it's just it's 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 like you know humanity's autonomy i guess kind of and and that's really speaking of god emperor like that is kind of what leto was pushing for was the autonomy of the human race you know um to be fully actualized and make their own choices um which is interesting i think i think that does tell a lot of 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 what herbert wants for humans i mean uh you know he obviously thinks you know we all have a lot of potential but um and it's 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 funny that he pl- does he, he does play both sides in a lot of arguments and and in in a lot of philosophies that he kind of um uses on um which is like a super libertarian thing to to do um but yeah i mean he he does so mostly in a way where it is just insightful and not necessarily confrontational but but it does lead you to a point where you are unsure of where his his actual feelings lie and we've gone over that before but uh but yeah i mean it it makes it confusing for people that want things so cut and dry um because it's it's just not like he's he's not going to say hey i believe this um it's it's going to be more complicated than that um which is definitely the reality um yeah i feel like herbert was like trying to do um like death of the author in his own work while he was still alive like mm. you know i at, even at this point like with us going through dune and everything like i still haven't really even listened to many interviews like i i hardly know anything about herbert other than like what I, what i've heard about like maybe what inspired him to make dune yeah like, when it comes to his own opinions like everything that i think i know is just pieces of stuff that i i've put together from from reading dune but um but i get the feeling like you know he would have been like well don't worry about what i think you know yeah oh yeah exactly Exactly. It's it's like read the book and come come up with that on your own and like that is kind of what makes dune endlessly compelling like the the fact that it avoids those answers is like simultaneously sometimes it feels like its greatest strength and its greatest weakness but like i mean more often than not it's it's exactly what makes it so compelling to read well that's his like you have to piece things together yeah he kind of he kind of treats you i mean like you're saying with like the way that people are what did you say autonomy and self-actualization and god emperor like you know i'm not gonna that's exactly what i was I, i was gonna say is is that he's giving the readers or pushing the readers towards autonomy of of their decisions right like here's all the ideas here's all the paths like you need to kind of choose yeah or like figure out for yourself like how you're gonna synthesize these ideas yeah and and he kind of pushes you off the deep end and encourages you to come up with your own conclusions yeah um so yeah i i mean i i think it's definitely intentional to kind of uh you know string the 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 readers on their own golden path you know um 
Yeah, I, I mean, we could talk about Frank Herbert and his motivations for forever, but you know, it's like we don't, we don't know, we don't yeah. truly know. There's no way to know. Um, even if we watched all of his interviews, uh, it 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 wouldn't be a definitive run just because it's yeah. It's just so pieces much. of a man. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's it's all the the pieces left behind. Um, it's it's a narrative constructed by himself and also by the media and you know what what other you know elements that were in play. But it's not the man himself. Um, well, all right. So we can talk endlessly about Herbert and whatever. We were just talking about Dune and shit. All right. How about this? I don't know where we're. I don't know where we're gonna jump around, but I'll just shoot off questions while we're going through it. Shoot off those questions. I mean, just I mean, for the record, it doesn't need to be said, but I'm gonna say it. It's just, but there's no plan. There's no plan for this. This is just off the cuff. Just two dudes having a couple of brewskis together. Open road. Talking about Dune. You know, we're gonna we're gonna finish this damn thing just like we started. Absolutely no idea what we're doing. No roadmap. No. Just vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, book rankings. Yeah. I want to rank the, ah, uh, man. the six the six books. I, I do too. Worst to best in your mind. Worst to best. Oh, man. that That's super difficult. But I'm at a point now where I do think I can do it. I do believe I can do it. Let's fucking go. <sighs> Oh boy! You first, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Ah oh, man. Um. I'm gonna have to. I gotta write this out in my. I, I gotta write this out. That's okay. So it's gonna be a second. That's fine. I'm just gonna sit here and. I'm pretty sure I I know. Hmm. Yeah, I do know. I do know Check where I'm out. gonna go. I don't know if this was like clear, but like since we got the fucking this, we actually have the video going. It says fear is the mind killer oh my god that's my mug and that i mean i i have been um reciting the litany against fear in my in my head in my real life almost every day and it and it does the job it really does really mhm yeah almost it, every day you recite the almost, litany against fear i swear to fear. god almost every day yeah yeah and you feel like that helps you overcome Cope. your fear yeah yeah i do i do think so what what do you fear in your day-to-day life what moments have you reciting the litany in order to help you just general anxiety like with a new job or things you haven't done before interactions you are unsure about um that's pretty much it i'll just I'll, it's it's right now for me it's all just the new job scaries you know yeah and 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 so the litany comes in comes in handy for for those moments do you do you say the full litany um it depends do you let me ask you this i'm not this is i'm not trying to test you i know it's up there but don't do you really know it well so there's there's a few different variations of it and i mean there there's there's the one that appears in the book that is like the full version there's uh, different versions in the movies there's different versions in like different parts of the series so it kind of changes depending it, on it does but but the version that i do have on the wall that's what i that's what i um 
or I think it's even a more condensed version that I, I, I do in my head. I, in my head, I, I, um, I, 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 I recite, I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is a little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me until there is nothing left. Only I will remain. So, it's my own my my own condensed version. Fuck yeah! I mean, even in um, the Dune universe, I, I remember thinking it was so funny that it's like in Heretics or Chapter House. I think Odrade kind of reflects on it, and she's like, "Yeah, it's a little verbose. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little wordy." Which it's is true. it's just another one of those. It's like so transparently Herbert just oh, yeah. commenting on his own writing and and mm-hmm. being like, "Oh yeah, you know." Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty good. I'm glad that it's become iconic, but like, you know. It's, it's really funny. If that, I were to take another pass at yeah. it, I'd probably shorten it a bit. I know, you know, yeah. That's, that's. I mean, just like throughout the series, though, it, it is funny because there are so many moments where, especially after here, like Heretics Onwards, mm-hmm. where you, I mean, there's like reflect, you know, reflection on the past, like thousands and thousands of years where, you know, it's like, it's like funny how, like, what kind of, um, understanding the, the you know Drade or tag have of like paul or leto you know because it, it, uh, it, it, i mean they i mean they, they've got their own i mean in a lot of ways honestly they see them how they truly were like more more of how they truly were than as these godlike figures that the people of of that that, that present moment yeah that's saw true. them you know that's very true it is they can kind of see that you know the, the the human decisions that they had to make and their imperfections and, and flaws all laid out um but whereas obviously during muadib's time or the god emperor's time um they had no flaws to most of the the, the known universe right you know? yeah so that that's that's pretty interesting it's kind of i mean it kind of got i mean it's obviously not perfectly honest but it, it kind of got more honest as time passed you can kind of you know all all of that warship and that sheen wears off i guess right yeah no i mean that that's that's very true um and i think that i think in, you know you could read that as a commentary on the characters themselves like from a reader's perspective like i, I find I, you know, I don't do a lot of digging, but it seems pretty clear that the um, the popular opinion is that Heretics and Chapter House are the lesser books. I have seen people say that you can read through Dune to God Emperor and stop right there and don't even worry about the other books. They it's kind crazy of crazy to suck. me. Um, I mean, you've seen that though, right? I've like, seen I'm not, that. Yeah, yeah right. No, I mean, I, like, I've seen that many times. I don't even think that's an unpopular or uncommon opinion. Um, but like to to connect that to what you were saying like i think part of that could be like some of the the not the demystifying of those characters but um like the the treatment of them in ways in ways that kind of de- deflate their importance or relevance you know like to to view them as people like i yeah. think that's it is so fascinating the way that the narrative of dune i think like kind of mirrors 
the the audience perspective of first time readers. Like yeah, I'm just thinking about true. myself, but I mean, like I remember getting to Dune Messiah, getting to the infamous Hitler moment, and being like, oh my god, oh. Paul is bad. That threw you for a loop. That I I remember that that discussion too. And I mean, the thing is though is like looking back. <laughs> these are courtesy of uh, of of Connor's fiance yeah. Tony. Thank you. Well and said. Uh, and she uh, she did a home run on these mugs. Thank you, Tony. So spice must flow. Fucking yeah. love it. Uh, but uh, like. Like, like looking back, like after reading through those six books, like it's so obvious to me, like I could reread Dune and be like, yeah, like there's so many signs that Paul really is like just this, I I mean, essentially an an evil character in the making or I mean, evil is such a strong word, Herbert wouldn't use it. But I mean, like, you know, we we can sense like kind of like the darkness within his path, you know, and it it's it's just um well when when you compare him to hitler or to genghis khan or any of the tyrants of of their time you know um it kind of makes you it, it puts paul into a totally different light cuz i mean up until this point you know you are sympathetic to him and you know you kind of can see the inner workings of his mind as he goes through these different stages of grief i guess like knowing that he's going to bring upon the universe this this terrible thing and cause so much death destruction and pain um then you think about like i mean obviously these people in in the real world like hitler whereas like well is paul just like a, a just a guy with a god complex you know like like hitler was just a guy with a god complex like is is the, is is that just what Paul was, but on a totally different level? You right, know? right. It it like makes you think about, um, the I guess the the humanity there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I I think that's the thing, and and the way that I was trying to parallel parallel to like my my experience as like a reader, a first time reader. Um, it's like. The, the the first Dune book kind of goes through that hero's journey, and then Messiah, of course, is uh, integral to to dismantling that. And it's not about. I remember reading that Hitler moment, and it's not about humanizing Hitler. No, it, it's, it's not about making you think. Oh, maybe Hitler was just like Paul, and like I've like been sympathetic towards Paul. Yeah, because I've been like in his head the whole time. If I was in Hitler's head the whole time, would I have supported him in the Third Reich? That's not what it's. That's no, not what it's asking. Absolutely not. No, it's it's about destroying Paul. Yes. Um. Yes. Yeah. You. I mean, and it's such an uncomfortable, extremely, extremely scorched earth. I mean, there. It's. Yeah, like, I think that's there's why nothing sacred in that moment. I think that's why people have issues with it, to, because the, you know their their first instinct because they've spent you know. 800 plus pages of of loving the main character you know or being sympathetic at least to the main character paul and then now you get him compared he's comparing himself to hitler right and you're like 
what the fuck? Why did the why did Frank do this? Why like you know, I I don't want to think of Hitler as a good guy. I think of, you know, but no, it's 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 to think of Paul as Hitler, not Hitler as Paul. It's yeah. uh, you know, very very important distinction there. And an, and another thing, I haven't I remember thinking about this afterwards. I don't know if I ever vocalized it on the podcast prior. So it feels like a good time to bring it up, but like I remember that moment I was talking about it with Brendan. And like also, you know, like former Paul, podcast guest yes, and exactly. current brother <laughs> of our of, of my co-host here. Um but I, I remember talking about that moment when when he first read it too. And we had this really d- good discussion and I remember thinking about this point where it was like um where it was like Paul's at this point he's trying to break away from this this role that was built around him like we mm-hmm. go back to talking about free will and all that yeah. shit like that's so uh completely centered around Paul's character and and yeah. even he struggles with and doesn't fully understand what he is or isn't capable of um but I, I think that's important in this in this Hitler moment, in the Hitler moment, because um, it, it he he's at a point where he feels solely responsible for the deaths of six billion people plus. Yeah, and no one around him is is damning him for that, is criticizing him for that. This is accepted as business as usual. And Paul is, like, losing his mind. He is. Well, he has the burden of knowing Earth history, right? Right. He has of, foreknowledge. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He, 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 I mean, the people that are supporting him are just the people of the day, and they may not know more than a few hundred years prior. No, right. And, and that's the thing. That's, like, what makes that scene with Stilgar so interesting yeah. in retrospect. It's it's not even just him. It's not even just Herbert trying to say, like, hey, you know, you thought Paul was, like, the cool main character, but, like, mm. he's kind of a horrible person. You know, yeah. maybe you need to rethink his role in this story. But it, it's also, Paul, like, it's this really sad cry for help. He's, like, tr- he's, like, won't even one person tell me yes, that I'm bad. Exactly. Even one person. Yes, like, he's exactly. like Stilgar. Yeah. Back in ancient history, the worst people you could possibly think of killed six million people. Yeah. I've killed six billion. So comparatively, I'm the worst person who's ever lived, and no one will acknowledge that. Yeah. And he feels like he's fucking dead uh, yeah you're you, that 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 puts that into a totally different context for me and you're absolutely right um he yeah he, he just wants one person to understand and but no one does and and that plays into his isolation and and into his you know torment being the only the only one yeah uh, you know it's not just his his powers and but but he i mean he's the only one that realizes the monster that he is like even the the you know conspiracy that is is gathering against him to take him down they're not in it because they think he is the next hitler or worse they're in it because they you know he's he's ruining their business you know like he's he's ruining their livelihoods because of his stranglehold on the galaxy um 
and but but yeah i mean he's he's burdened with literally he's the only one until Lido and Nima show up that could could under could even i mean somebody jesseret i mean definitely could but um but they're they're too far removed and, and and they have their own um you know motives where they don't of course they don't sympathize to Mondip. um so yeah he's he is completely alone there and that is that's i mean i think that's a that's one aspect of that scene that i didn't i don't think i i got in you know in the moment but you're absolutely right it it is a cry for help i think yeah so book book ratings i have my book ranking i do <laughs> i did we it. did a good job filling we up did. that that air time yeah yeah all right what's we, up we got through it let's hear it are you ready i'm i don't know i really don't know if i'm ready do you have i think it? i'm gonna be surprised honestly do you okay so you do you, you don't think you have any any idea what my ranking looks like well i'll tell you this much i think god emperor is number one oh really okay all right um we'll see wait wait, wait. do you want to do you want to guess each other's rankings is that what you're trying to say i did think that i i, I did have that thought is that gonna I thought, I thought that would be fun okay well listen i'm just gonna go off the cuff i'm not gonna take too much yeah, time with yeah, it yeah no, go, go for it honestly. i'm gonna guess your worst to best okay i'm gonna say <sighs> worst to best wow it's so it's it, i know it's i know so it's so freaking tough because it I mean, is i don't i i really wouldn't it is but i'm thinking <sighs> about i'm thinking about how i think you think about the books and, yeah. and us discussing it here we go i'm gonna go this is my my instinct okay worst to best here we go mm-hmm. i'm gonna say children of dune um let's see children of dune heretics chapter house uh dune messiah god emperor you, okay you um you got you got very close you 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 have the right idea you're you were for sure on the right path okay just a little off yeah so all right here we go from worst to best my official ranking here we go heretics of dune children of dune chapter house dune God Emperor of Dune. Okay. Dune. Dune Messiah. Wow. There we are. That is my official book ranking. Um in with that said, regarding God Emperor, I think it does have the potential for me to be my favorite. I really do. But I also really think that I would need to reread it at least once more to 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 be that sure. Um it is definitely the the book that has made me want to dive back in the most. Um but just because I, there's just so much more to to devour. Um, and there's so much more that we did not cover that I, I want to uncover. Um, 
and Dune Messiah has has the advantage of of you know being a total heel turn on Dune, and I fucking I'm a sucker for a heel turn, and I'm a sucker for you know getting into the psychology of these characters, um, and Paul's story really really did resonate with me, and I mean the ending of the book is just super super iconic and um i mean just the just all of paul's thoughts and the conspiracy plot and just everything coalescing in you know and paul's blindness it just it's oh my god don't worry about that <laughs> we gotta sorry you're okay you're okay Hey, we're going to do a quick break, and we'll be right back. Shite. It's, it's okay. Oh, <laughs> that's shite. A, that's a big old shite from us. All right, and we are back. Yes. Uh, for those of you watching the video, check this shit out. Oh, boy. Wow, look at that poor... Oh, that sounds so sweet. Gives me chills. Who wouldn't want to be drinking some Golden Monkey IPA out of a Fear is the Mind Killer mug? You see how all of that just got into the mug? That was impressive. I spilled nary a drop. Uh, let me just feel. Wow. No drops. No drop. No No drops to be drops. found. What that that what a what a turnaround. So quite impressive to be honest. <laughs> could could a drunk man do that? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Um that was cool. So you you were just talking about your ranking and you were particularly discussing your number your number one, Dune Messiah. <laughs> I gotta um, say, buddy, I just switched from the gold monkey to Corona, and I—it's a very sad transition. Yeah, I it's mean, very you sad. You don't. I, I mean, what what is freedom? What is choice? You know, just you don't have to. Is all I'm saying. I know. I understand. I understand. But but ultimately, if you did have to, then it wouldn't be a choice. So true. You know, we are free to make those bad decisions for ourselves. <laughs> so confused. So, um, anyways, I I do want to guess your ranking. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm ready, man. I have okay. it, I have it written down too. So okay. there's no all changing right. it. I I wrote mine down. Okay. All right. Good. Um. Oh man, this is this so is tough. Let me let me look at it as you do it because I'm not okay. gonna. All right. Let's see. Here we all go. right. My guess for you: worst to best. Yes. God Emperor of Dune. Mm. I know. Dune Messiah. Heretics of Dune. Children of Dune. Chapter House Dune. Dune. Wow. Kind of like what you said, you're not far off, but there's some important, there's some significant switches. Okay. There. Okay. Lay it on me. All right. 
Um, and the thing is, I mean, I think with both of us, we've had so much time to ruminate on this. Like, yes, I, I think our guesses make a lot more sense in the context of us discussing them. We've never yeah. talked about our rankings. The no, whole, we, the we whole have time. not. We have not. No, we only have our thoughts as we were reading as, the as books. they were. Yep. As we were reading. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. But here's how I feel like the dust has settled. Okay. Um, Children of Dune. Wow. Wow. I, I I was very close to putting that uh, number uh, second to last. Yeah. Um, wow, that's that's very surprising. Okay, well, I I just want to give a little clarification there. Like, I Children of Dune was such a good read as I was reading it. Yeah. It's easily the book I've thought about the least since I closed sure. the cover on it. Yep. I've pretty much never had a second thought on Children of Dune. Yeah. Since yeah. I shot it. Mm-hmm. And that is how and why I put it last. Every other Dune book, regardless of what I think on it, has has captured my imagination in some way where I've returned to it without even like really wanting to. Wow. Yeah. That's and I, I feel like Children of Dune it, it's not that it doesn't have depth to it, like of course every Dune novel does, but I feel, I feel like I understood it like solidly. Like yeah, it's it's kind of the Dune novel that reads the most like an action sci-fi book. I think so. Yeah. So, anyways, so I went Children of Dune, God Emperor. So mm-hmm. yes, God Emperor is close to dead last, yep. but I kind of had to give it wow points for how much it has. Just how much its 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 presence has weighed on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Children, God Emperor, Messiah. Okay chapter house wow heretics oh wow dune wow that's right heretics is number two even even with how upset you were at the ending i well i was so upset with heretics and i mean because because of how good it was was, i know yes i know exactly and i feel like i still give it that credit yeah i i mean i mean it if i can say this with so much certainty if heretics stuck the landing it would be number one wow there's not even i don't even like have to second guess myself yeah i think the first 80 percent of heretics is better than the first 80 percent of dune yeah wow the fact is is that i think dune is just so much more consistent i think yeah. the quality of it throughout mm-hmm. those 700 800 pages whatever with the glossary is 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 so steady and interesting and fascinating that it's like yeah dune's number one but but heretics if you were to fucking graph it out the heretics is better heretics is better and just has a shit ending and dune is just good all the way through yeah to me that's it no i mean that's that's a totally fair um you know summation there um i i think yeah i I, I mean, I, I, I think you're right. For me, honestly, even though I did rank Heretics last, um, you know, I did I did love it. I thought it was a really great ride. Um, I, I just didn't get... I mean, uh, you know, it's it's close to two children in my mind, but the... I mean, whereas I, did, I just did not go back to it that much after reading it for me it was all just setting up chapter house Mm -hmm. um which was kind of the grand culmination of all these things yeah um 
but I still enjoyed the fuck out of it, and and I I, I really view Heretics and Chapter House as as you know one big story. Um, so for me personally, the ending was blunted by the fact that we pretty much continued directly um, afterwards in Chapter House. Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, that's a good that's a good ranking. Um, Can I compare ours? Can I see yeah, yeah. Uh, side yeah, by um, side yeah, here with our? Let's see. Let's see. I was wondering. So, all right. So it's it's funny to me that we both do. So we both have Chapter House. I mean, sorry, we both have Children um, near the last, and we both have Chapter House pretty much in the middle. Yeah, give or take a, a spot. Yeah. Um, so it's, that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Not. Uh, what's funny about this is not a single one of our books. Shares a, a yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which <laughs> I actually think is really hard to do when you only have six choices. Like, even if you chose your list at random, it, yeah. I feel like it'd be like kind of likely that one of our books would at least be in the same slot. But literally, not a single one of our yep. books is is in that's, the exact same slot as the other. That's very, it's all slightly ranked differently. That's very funny. Um, but it, it is fairly close in in how we rank them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's some significant differences. There are, yeah. But I think, like overall, like it, it kind of shows, like I think a, a fairly common understanding in a way. Yeah. No. I. 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 I can see where. I mean, it's it's. Uh, we we've got like a few radical discrepancies there, mm-hmm. and then we're 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 mostly even killed after that. Yeah, you know, pretty much after God Emperor and Heretics. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, um, man, I don't know. It's so interesting. It's one of those things. Like, I, it's another thing. It doesn't really have to be said, but I mean, like, none none of these books are bad, which is the fun no. thing about ranking it. Yeah. A lot of times when you rank things, you're like, well, I know it's going to be fucking dead last. But, like, ranking these yeah. six Dune novels, all of them have something worthwhile in in the reading of them. Like, all of them have, have, have meaning and, like, yeah. craft and artistry. Each one of these books, it never once feels like a cash-in to continue the saga for the sake of financial benefit for, oh, no. for the sake of no you know ego like I, one of the things that i love reading about it and that e- even though i love chapter house's ending which is why it's number three here um four for you yes yep. very close like i i still am pretty amazed at how well i think the dune saga ends yeah in in the face of like the absolute knowledge that i wasn't supposed to be like and I, I just mean that in the sense that, like, um, thinking about none, none of the books, like, were a continuation for continuation's sake. Like, it always felt like Herbert had a story to tell. You know, like, I remember finishing the first Dune book and, like, yeah, we wanted to keep reading. We talked about it and we were like, I'm, I'm interested. But, like, truthfully, if I never read another page, like, think of how many people have read the first Dune book and never read the rest yeah i mean the the majority exactly yeah. probably probably the majority of yep. all people who have read dune have not read any of the other books yeah um and yet each book feels like so well earned 
Like it, it, it's so justified in its existence. It's, it's so artfully crafted. You know, I, like, I think that's the biggest surprise that people will get if they do decide to read the entire series. Is um, I mean, you're not going to get Dune six times. You know, if if you want that, then don't don't keep reading. You're going to get a lot of things that you don't want, but you're going to get like great stories great characters and like a lot of things to think about i mean you know when when connor says that that there was thought put into all of them like there was almost too much thought put into all of them um just like layers and layers of ideas that you have to peel back and sift through um yeah i mean it's it it really to me and my limited knowledge of literature and art it's it's um i mean just the the amount of of ideas in in you know these six books is i can't think of anything else that just holds so so much in in such a uh uh you know sm- i mean Obviously, six books is not a small amount. There's a lot of pages read, but in you know putting things into perspective, like it's a it's a lot of huge ideas in in like a a short period of time. Yeah, absolutely. And like that's it. It really kind of makes me think of Jodorowsky's Dune. Yeah, Jodorowsky. I think we we mentioned this on the podcast with Grady. Shout out to Mm -hmm. Grady Hearn, Dagwood. Yes. Um. But, like, there was this kind of idea, like, Jodorowsky is trying to create something that will crack open the minds of people who view it. And, like, that's kind of what Herbert accomplished in six books. Like, I feel like my brain was cracked open. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it was cracked open. I mean, for me, it was cracked open and then, you know, rewired a little bit. Subtly. I mean, it's, it's just it's 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 made me think in in different ways and you know i think i think for the better i think um it's it's expanded my mind absolutely isn't Um, it funny like i mean just i i say speaking for myself but i get the feeling that we're gonna share this i mean we've talked about it so many times outside of the podcast just every time we we talk about (laughs) shit but like like how many times in our day-to-day lives does something make us think about dune almost I don't almost might even be underserving it it could even just literally be every day but I swear to fucking god it's like every day of my life yeah yeah I think about dune even if it's just for one second yeah I don't even think about like my fucking mom every day mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like I don't even <laughs> the fucking person who made me I don't even most I don't want to say most days I'm not gonna <laughs> that's yeah, not true yeah. but like yeah you know I, there are days that go by where it's just like it's just not on my mind. I yeah, love the woman sure, to death, sure, but sometimes you just don't think about them. Yeah, you just you're you go through your day. I swear to fucking god, I think every day of my life since I fucking started reading Dune, in some small way, even in the the time, it might be a fraction of a second, but I think about Dune. I I do too. I mean, it's it's not something that I am conscious of, but it's it, or control. It's um. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, sometimes multiple times a day. 
um, you know, but but usually the majority of these, it, it it's just in little tiny moments, you know, where where like you know you maybe you weren't expecting to think of Dune, but just like these all these different contexts that you're put in as a human, yeah, uh, you 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 really can um, come to some sort of parallel with with something that that Frank Herbert was was going on about within the series, right. Um, which is so interesting because I, I, it makes me really feel like he, he, I mean, kind of covers the human experience like pretty comprehensively. Um, you know, obviously not thoroughly for everything that's you know impossible, but but I mean, pretty comprehensively, where just like day to day, small, minute things will will make you think of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It, it feels like everything can be connected to it in some way. And like talking about the human experience too, it makes me think like how how broad his cast of characters is. You know, yeah. like you think about, you know, pretty much all of the children within his books aren't really children, but like the way that his his cast of characters like runs the gamut from from children to the elderly, even like it's like all all stages of life are accounted for yeah. in some way yeah. too like mm-hmm. um even before people are born you know they they exist like Aaliyah is pre-born yeah you have people continuing on like after they die as memory cells yeah no you're right it's like you know it's like fuck cradle to grave it's like you get before and after that too like yes yeah. it, it really is everything it's 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 remarkable when you sit back and think about like what the dune saga really accomplishes and like why it has stayed with us as like a society um for as long as it has because i do think for those people who read it like you know nothing about what we're saying is 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 unique or uncommon like i i think that's exactly what what keeps it staying around is like yeah if you know then you know like you i don't I don't know if you can read those six books without getting some some fraction of that awareness. I don't think you can be the same after reading the 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 six books. And it's it's just it's not, you know, a seismic change. You're not going to be a radically different person, but I I I I think you're going to be a bit more thoughtful, right? In your day-to-day life and consider more possibilities. Yeah. You know, kind of like opens the universe up to you in uh in 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 small ways but but a variety of small ways yeah and that kind of brings me i had a few questions i want to ask you yeah yeah and some of your answers at this point in our discussion may be redundant sure well that's okay we talk a lot about the same things all the time it's it's totally okay it's a circle Time is a circle. We right. go we go round and round to the same point. And Dune is a circle. I mean, I think yes. about the way that uh the way that you were mentioning like Heretics and Chapter House are one book, you know, they go yeah. into each other. I mean, so too is Dune and Dune Messiah. And like you've said, yeah. we're yep. intended to be one book, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It, it's like it feels like there's an end and then a continuation, but mm-hmm. like really the the first two and the last two books kind of mirror one another. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and I think that Herbert was trying to do a bit of that too, with like bringing back Sightail in what was supposed yeah. to be the second to last book, which yeah. I kind of touched on too. Like I yeah, think he's also right. 
very aware as he's writing these books that he's trying to make the narrative circular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, I know. I think that's I think that's probably true. I don't know. It's all cool. Um, what the fuck? I knew I had a note of this. Give me one second. Um, well, while you look for that, I, I did want to say. Um, oh, go for it. Yes. You know, talking about Joe Dorowski's vision for the for his movie and stuff, and he wanted to open minds with his film. I mean, we we don't know the full scope of that, but it feels to me like that it, it, it it's all just surface level mind melting kind of stuff where you know obviously some sort of like drug culture and yes you know trippy visuals and weird things happening on screen and 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 you know i'm sh- a lot of it is is meaningful and, and it's 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 a lot of heart and blood and sweat and tears are put into it right but i just feel like you know while that is that feels rudimentary to me and feels surface level to me and feels um I mean, at this point in time, it just kind of feels like it's it's like a trope now, you know the the acid kind of trip, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon kind of thing. Um, I feel like Frank Herbert like put in a lot, a lot of work to to do that to 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 kind of expand minds and and i i mean i i I don't know i feel like it's the difference between fast food and vegetables almost um where where i mean but they they were aiming for different things i don't think frank herbert was not aiming to to uh you know start a revolution uh you know with with his his book series but i just feel like you know his his works probably dug way deeper into the minds of the re- of of his readers you know than Joe Dorowski's Dune right if it, you know it's so, so I feel like it's more sensationalist Joe Dorowski's Dune yeah I see and I mean like I I I forget exactly what he says about it, but I remember us and Grady shout out to Grady Hearn yes. from Dagwood yes. You know him. You love him. Grady Hearn. From Connecticut's best, best rock and roll band. Dunewood. Dunewood. All right. I'm going to stop talking about Dagwood. Sorry. Um, but, but what I mean is we were talking about this where it was like, it, just like you were saying, it, 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 he was trying to create an acid trip without taking yes. acid. And yeah. I, I do think there's like a line in the documentary. It's pretty much that. He's oh, yeah. I trying think that's what he says. to yeah. give people the feeling of taking LSD without taking it. Yes. And you're right that that's not what the books do. Um, I I think that's particularly interesting because it does feel like the books stem from like 60s drug culture, though. You know, like with the spice, with the water of life ceremony. Like Herbert has several trippy portions in his yeah, writing. Oh yeah. I mean and and that's not a a non factor in Frank Herbert's experience like Right. He did you know reportedly you know like mushrooms he and got a little high bro. He, got, he, did, <laughs> he, got, he did like to he partake got a little swish. He liked to partake in the spice a little bit, yeah. you know. He did. If you know what I mean. Yeah, wink wink. 
but uh not to the level that Jodorowsky's vision entailed yeah yeah um but right like just like you're saying like it's not the focus and like that's the difference between like that surface level understanding and then like the deeper yes connotations yeah. to that so like it's yeah. not it's not like you're gonna feel like you're on drugs while you're reading it but you might you might put some pieces together that drug drugs help facilitate. Like yeah, sure. People get that 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 clarity sometimes. They yeah. feel like they have that kind of vision, right? Like the prophetic visions from Spice. Like, yep. You know, afterwards, you you feel like you've had a a sense of awareness that you weren't able to achieve without it. And like in in that sense, and in strictly that sense, Dune's kind of like a drug, man. It is. Well, and. I mean, in my mind, it's a more effective drug than just going to the to, to watch a twelve-hour movie. You know, maybe the visuals fuck you up and make you think differently. You know, but the like spending hours and hours, like days of your life, reading this book and then thinking about it for forever, like yes. that has such a deep impact on a person. Exactly, comparatively. And it's just like a, it's 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 a more uh, wholesome. I mean, not not wholesome in the family fact that, friendly, yeah, not full house. Uh, Danny Tanner, rest in peace, R.I.P. Bob Saget. <laughs> um, but more, it's like a more thorough, um, yeah, yeah, you know, it, exposure where it just it sticks with no, you. I, I get what you mean. It, it would be like like what if you were high for yeah. months. Yes, and like yes, the exactly, yeah. the the up of that, the peak of that is not going to be as as sharp mm-hmm. and as significant and as clear as a drug trip. But the fact that you are thinking about this singular thing for the amount of time that you are, it's like how how can it not have some sort of effect? Yeah, on your being. Yeah, absolutely. It could be true of anything. You know, you, yeah. you get obsessed with anything, it's going to, you know change you in some ways you're gonna Absolutely. start wearing stupid fucking hats and sweaters yes. and i i don't know who would you know who i mean it's known in particular that we're talking about but right. it's i mean there's these people are out but there you, these weirdos could, are out yeah, there they, they are among us they people. are yes speaking of weirdos and Jodorowsky. I know you had a thought. We're gonna hold off on that for just a minute that's okay I'm, with you i'm absolutely okay I'm um there recently has been a group of people who have have bought Jodorowsky's Bible, the storyboard book of his depiction of Dune. Yes. Jodorowsky's Dune. Yes. The big book uh, that contains the whole movie in storyboard form. They bought it at an auction. And, you know, I, I guess reducing it down to simplistic terms, we would say that they're, they're making it, they're going to turn it into an NFT. Which is a non fungible fungible <laughs> token. Yeah. And um You can't fung it. You can't fung it. It's non Sorry, it's, fungers. It's it's, it's unfungable. You cannot fung it. You fool. You came here trying to fung this token, you but idiot. You cannot you fung stupid piece of shit. You can't fung what cannot be fung. Right. So or fung. Fung. But anyways, we I, I I thought it was very important to say right now that we do not support them. In fact, we actually just successfully purchased a a different copy of Jodorowsky's Dune. Yes. 
out of the 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 handful that are left that may have, are available. You may have heard about it. Um, it was a private auction, so it was not well known that it was happening. But we did secure a copy of of Joe Dorowski's Dune, and we are going to make it into. Do you want to do the honors? Uh, our own non <laughs> fungible token. Yes. So we're going to beat Spice down to the punch. We are. Yeah. And we're going to make our own anime first. Yeah. So so pretty much what we did is is we we bought the the book the storyboard book which means that everything in the book that's in the book we have like we can do whatever we want with it so we're gonna make an anime of it and um i mean that's pretty much it yeah we're we're gonna it, I mean, uh, well, there's, there's like there's legal term there's, there's yeah. terminology we can use where it's like okay we we're inspired by it or you know it's like it's uh you know uh you know no characters are related yeah to, yeah yeah you know did you hear about that movie called um, Dune Planet where they got the actress who played Aaliyah in the '84 Lynch film oh, to be the main character? I I heard about the movie, but I didn't know that she was in it. Yeah, yeah, is she she's, really in it. Yeah, no, she really that's, is. That's crazy. That's kind of like what we're gonna do, yes. but like way better. So much, yeah, way better, and like non-funged. It's it's so the thing is, it's gonna be fully non-funged. I know Twitter and the internet people are like, you know, there's some people that love crypto. Some people that hate crypto. Um, we're like Herbert. We play both sides of the. We're argument, playing both sides. We're playing both sides. It's of the not. Coin right it's here. not about if you hate or love funging your tokens. Exactly. So we, it's about the awareness of both sides of the funging. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So there are some people that like to um, fung the invite. <laughs> the, so <laughs> it's it's pretty much so he, scientifically though it's yeah. it's when you fung the environment it's good yeah 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 because it's fungus grows in in the environment oh right it, right right it, so, oh that's why non exactly so, so, so non, they don't fung non fungible means you don't fung which which means fungus does not grow and that's bad for the environment right that makes sense I've heard and about that so pretty much. We are actually going to introduce the first non-fungible, fungible token. So pretty Wait, much an NFFT. It's an NFFT. Yes, that is correct. That's what we're hey, going, that's where we're pioneering this. That's really nifty. Nifty. Yeah, thank you. It's very, it's very nifty. That was good. That was good. That was good. Um, so pretty much, we we us at Dune Dudes, we have a team of scientists who have been working around the clock for just to figure this out. We know it's a very important issue in today's, you know, it's age. just the team of Duncan from Idaho Golas that we have locked in that's, the basement. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Um, but we, we've, we figured out how to make a, an, an NFT that um, at first is bad for the environment, but we reverse that and make it good for the environment. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we do a few things and it's good for the environment. Um, so that's that's in the works. We're calling it uh, Dudes Dow. <laughs> what we're calling it. It'll be called Dudes Dow. Yeah, you're welcome, Greta Fungberg. Yes, I mean, and that actually is Greta. Uh, Greta 
Thur- Thun? Thur- Th- yeah, Greta Thunberg is her name. Yeah, that is her real twin sister. <laughs> so what we're really trying to say is, if Just, you've been following our Twitter, which yeah. of course you have, if you're watching this video, this is the the full realization of the dudes selling out. Yes, we finally did it we have officially sold out we are going to make a lot of money on this um i mean i can't overstate how much money we're going to make off of this it's i also can't overstate how much money we spent on buying the copy of joe drowsy's doing that we have so we're kind of in the hole but it's true that's true well we i I think we're gonna make it all back we we did we spend all of our money which is thousands of dollars yeah but we also (laughs) we also had a group of people who we 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 were able to raise money from it's crowdfunding kind of like patreon or whatever but worse more like more like crowdfunding am i right yeah we crowdfunded Funged, <laughs> we crowdfunged the, the 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 money, so it's like mostly other people's money. Yeah, um, I only put in like ten bucks. What about you? I had like fifteen. Okay, pretty wow. But that, I did a one time five dollar donation after that, so twenty twenty. Oh, okay, together. gotcha. But, nice. Um, so it's most of their money, um, but they're not going to see any of the reward. It's going to be pretty much all for naught. Yeah, um, we're using them as a stepping stone. You know, um, but. It's it's gonna be great for us. We're gonna really we're gonna do very well for ourselves. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you know, the death of Dune dudes is really the birth of pretty much the rest of our lives. Yes. I mean, we're kind of set for life at this we're, point. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're we're in the clear. That's actually why we're ending Dune dudes. <laughs> we're moving on to bigger and better yeah. things. Thank um, you to all the mother fungers out there who yes, thank funged you. us to yes. this point. I mean, it's uh, pretty funged up out there, so we 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 do appreciate you supporting us. Yeah. Um, but no, in all honesty, no jokes. Jokes aside. Oh shit, we're putting aside the jokes. Yeah, now. I want to say this was all parody before. It was all parody. Um, it's true. I want to say I don't even have a thousand dollars. No, neither do I. Fuck NFTs and Joe Dorowski and Frank Herbert would fucking hate you all no exaggeration they would fucking hate you all right that's all i gotta say really i, I could say more about that because <laughs> I, I mean I, I feel like there is like it's it's not that um it's it's not so cut and dry where it's like uh the nft crowd or the crypto bros have like turned themselves into a bureaucracy, yeah. but I feel like I feel like there's like a, a crossover there between the way that Herbert recognizes how bureaucracy slows things down or destroys things, and the and the way that um, the NFT crowd and the crypto bros, which I don't even like saying, I feel like that's their term, the crypto yeah. crowd, um, you know, pretty much operates in in the sense that um, you know the end result isn't the isn't the art the end result isn't the betterment of anything it's the continuation of a system that supports only a few and so like yeah absolutely the the spice now and like the bureaucratic gears of ever turning grinding 
torment government. Like it, it's not one to one, but it's more about how like the way that that things in this uh, magical universe that we inhabit that that Herbert Sotu recognizes uh, can be distorted and and warped into something so different from what it is and 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 that it's not people aren't even aware that it's happening you know like that's like the scary thing about bureaucracy in herbert's eyes is that it happens in increments you know no one just makes these bad decisions right away it's it's something that that builds up like sediment laying on itself over time and i think like you know this rise of cryptocurrency you know you could you could draw lines you could connect it to decisions in the past i mean just like with anything like that is what dune makes me think of on a daily basis is, yeah. is the way that like things reverberate throughout time um but i only mean that in the sense of like uh, in my eyes essentially nfts and those who support them there's so many bad things that they do that are wrapped up into one main thing but like on a idealistic level to turn art into ownership is a foundational mistake in and of itself yes um it's just fucked from the ground up precisely yeah yeah i i i could not agree with you more um and it's what I, what I would like to say is that it's it's built on a fabrication of putting art first and putting the people first. You know, the big thing is decentralizing our you know market or whatever, or putting uh, you know p- the people's funds in in control of you know did you say funds or fungs fungs sorry okay, I, I, cool. must, I just I want to clear that up <laughs> please continue please continue um uh but that's really all a lie and you know what i've seen what a lot of people have have seen also is i mean it's essentially um you know a pyramid scheme where where people are profiting massively off of this and there's already huge, huge losers um, that are losing everything. Um, and just to bring it back to Dune, the this the the Spice Dow that that is that did purchase the Jodorowsky's Dune Bible they i mean i i'm gonna say right now i am a little bit of a mole a member of their discord (laughs) secretly i don't want to be outed but i've been i've been watching from afar i've been lurking and um, it's on you spiced out to figure out who he truly is yes amongst your ranks it's really not hard it's not hard to pinpoint but anyways um it's a fucking shit show it's so bad it's you know it's like any government in the world, right? Like they, they, there's, there's no transparency. Um, they have, you know, like ban. They, they, they've banned all the dissenting opinions. They've, you know, stripped all the mods of their moderation, you know, roles. Um, and it's, it's, they, they, they bought this book so they could liberate, liberate Jodorowsky's Dune, so we could see the full vision of Jodorowsky's art. You know, and they don't have the copyright. They they they, they don't own 
the actual right. They story just bought the a book. They bought one book, which is one copy of like about twenty or so that like, exists. Um, and they pivoted right away without without so a DAO. What a DAO is is a it's like a it's like a, a platform or organization where it's all like democratically. Um, constructed where like the, the the members are meant to vote on every issue that that is you know raised um, and they want to come to decisions together that is what a DAO is uh, they pivoted to the anime without with with no no heads up it, 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 it was just oh we got the book oh we're gonna do an anime based on the book and I mean, they they obviously know their audience very well because most of them are like, "Oh fuck yeah, it's gonna be awesome, can't wait." But there's a lot of them like, "Well, we didn't sign up for that. They're like, we didn't vote for that. Like, this is a DAO. Do we have a like a platform where we can voice our opinions on or whatever?" And 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 they you know took their sweet ass time with setting up a like a a channel for discourse and stuff and and for votes. Um, but their main goals were already set by that point, so it's it's just yeah. I mean, to like you're saying, I mean, to bring it back to Dune, and and just like we've been saying, like there's you can always bring it back to Dune. But like the thing it makes me think about right away is like that that very iconic uh, through line of like the distrust of charismatic leaders because it's like yeah, it it's very much uh, the the leader coming in to utilize the power of the people and then when they have that in their hands they weaponize it for themselves yeah absolutely that like parallel between paul and the fremen you know well intended or otherwise you know that's the other stroke of genius that uh messiah really capitalizes on is that like the first Dune book ends where it's like, oh, everyone got what they wanted. Like, that was sick. And then Dune Messiah is like, even the Fremen don't like this. Uh-huh. They've been completely neutered, you yep. know? Yep. Uh, changed in, into something that is completely unintended and, and different from what they thought that they were getting out of this deal. And, um, yeah, I mean, so too do we, do we see that here. I think the fact... I, I have seen uh, that that Dune in big quotes, not just the first book, that the saga, the Dune, is about the the I don't know the warning or the distrust or the the criticizing of charismatic leaders, and honestly, I think that's just parroted to death. I think yeah. that's something that even Herbert himself kind of um, put together after the facts. I, I uh, but that doesn't really matter. I, I guess what I mean is like, um, I feel like it's like strongly applicable here. Like, I, I think it's something that's held up as like what's supposed to be like the Rosetta Stone for understanding the series. And Dune is about so many things that I, I think that to say that Dune is about that is reductive. I, I think it's more of a talking point than an understanding of the saga. But. Uh, it really feels like that's what's happening here. And it, it really does. feels like Dune is trying to tell them, don't do it, which is what's so yes. ironic about what's going Absolutely. on right now. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I have no hesitation in saying that 
everyone that is a part of 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 this movement not even a movement i'm not going to give it the courtesy of calling it that but they they don't understand what frank herbert was trying to say or even what joe dorowski was trying to say joe dorowski has his own problems and you know during the documentary i i even you know voiced my concerns like this he literally is a charismatic leader that you know uh, he he took his his team to the ends of the earth and and pushed them way too far um but that's a different story but he i mean everything he was trying to teach everything that frank herbert was trying to make you think about um goes against what trying to commodify this this piece of art is what i mean it's it's just yeah i mean imagine if uh <laughs> imagine if odrade was like oh shit terraza that's like a fucking awesome van gogh painting you got there can i buy the receipt for yeah that? i know oh my god oh my <laughs> fucking god i know Lita would be like Lita <laughs> would be like little as little as you know i've had a jpeg of this <laughs> There's a JPEG of yeah. of this that's I, in my my archives. I I, uh, I fucking uh, hired I fucking hired the uh, oh shit why am I blanking not the Tleilaxu why am I fucking blanking man I'm thinking of uh, the other fucking tech people I'm not thinking of the Tleilaxu yeah the people the, who make all the fucking uh, illegal uh, machines the f- who the fuck. Yeah, I mean, there's a... Oh, uh, the Ixians. The, the Ixians! Ah, oh, yes. fucking shite. <laughs> I, I mean, it took me a, it took me a minute to... Yeah, but, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The fucking Ixians. Yeah, I got the Ixians yeah. to fucking work that shit up. They got uh, <laughs> galactic storage houses of, of things just, like, burning entire suns to make yep. sure I have a picture of a monkey at all times. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And, I mean... I think what Herbert would... I mean, I, I'm not... I, I would never, ever speak for Herbert because I, I just couldn't... We, we wouldn't be able to... We just we wouldn't... It's would not possible. Um, but what I would warn in the spirit of Dune is that I think it should be clear to everybody that history will not be kind to <laughs> this, you know, NFT movement crypto movement so i mean just take take that into consideration yeah i think if there's anywhere to land here it's like it's it feels like a and the thing is is like that's like the the the, such a bizarre thing about humanity that i I think dune kind of skirts around not not in a way of avoidance i don't know if it ever truly focuses on it the way that it does with other like personal aspects but like you know the way that like if enough people think a thing, then they think that thing is real. Yeah. And there definitely is an idea in Heretics and Chapter House specifically, I believe. I think it's Post-God Emperor, where it's like the belief in a thing creates a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, which is very true. But, like, that's also, it's so bizarre. It's like the way that humanity as that collective super organism then divides itself organically um into like just like it's like mass tribalism you know you get enough thousands of people to believe a thing 
and they feel like that's enough where the others even if they're the majority uh are the ones experiencing insanity you know it's like it's it's all people pointing the finger at who's right and who's wrong and you know we're gonna say that and if we had a a funger or sorry a non-funger here um you know they would say that you know we're the ones who are fucking stupid and we don't get it of course and it's not to validate the opposition because I mean, I believe in my bones that what we're saying is correct for the reasons that we've said. It's not to say that those two things are equal. It's not to say that, you know, those are the same. Um, but it is to kind of, like, recognize the strangeness in, like, human expansion. The the way that that people coalesce, like, fucking bubbles in a tray yeah like and you just kind of sift and separate i mean that's that i i mean we're gonna circle around this forever but like that's kind of what dune makes me think of it It, dune almost makes me think of people as not people dune makes me think of like a people as a collective of matter that kind of just like bumps into each other endlessly forever yeah i mean they they think doesn't even matter they just grow off of each other and you know expand into weird forms and you're right, yeah. You get Ixians, you get Tylaxu, you get you get We're, anything. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, what it makes me think of is is like we are one massive organism that just like coagulates back and forth, and you know, in and out forever. You know, for forever. Um, yeah, I think that that makes sense, um, and I think NFTs and crypto make sense in the world that we live in i think it they make total sense right that's the thing it's like a, it's a it's kind of a natural consequence of like shitty things that have come beforehand yeah like nfts are not good the 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 people that that make them and and support them and encourage them and create them um i mean but also i mean i think it's important to say too that like i think that in the situation that we are in as a species right now I think that it's like a natural feeling to like feel like oh this is something new that can save me this can take me out of the situation that I'm in this can you know uh wipe the playing field yeah yeah for something new right um that's very normal it is you know and like I think history proves that like people are very susceptible to like new ideas that are ve- that, that that are very appealing because you know you promised all these things and uh you know you're in a situation that you know is 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 not ideal and, and you want things to change and that's you know something comes along and you yes. know yes you're promised and, better. and i mean this might be a bold connection here but i mean from my understanding of um high school history yeah from what i remember yes i mean that's precisely what leads hitler to come to power yeah it's yeah post world war one germany you know being told that that they are the cause for all the misfortune that they're experiencing absolutely and that they can point the finger at someone else the jewish people yes yeah for all yep. their woes. Yep. And so, hey, well, if we just got rid of them, things would be 
pretty fucking cool for us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it it, it takes a vulnerable population into you know into you know somebody's hands that obviously they have ulterior motives. But it's the same with you know, it's it's just the the exact same story over and over again. It's the Where spiral. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is. You're absolutely fucking right. Like with the all right and indoctrination via YouTube videos where they watch Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder and all these Tim Pool and all these weirdos that, you know, say, Oh, us white men, we we're now the victims. Now, you know, society is way too woke and Right, right. And right. we're the enemies and uh y- you know, women don't like us because of this because everybody else has the the power now and right um and then i mean that it's super freaking it's super dangerous it is it is and i don't want to like get my words twisted because it's not to say that like people uh within the nft community is like oh well you're the same as like nazi germany you're no, like no, no, white yeah, supremacists that, that's, like that's definitely a reductive right right so like uh, i, I want to make it clear like that's not the connection i'm trying no, to make no but it's it's more so like i see the majority of people who who are within the nft community like i think that they are that vulnerable population who are swept up in that larger well, current a- absolutely and, and i mean you that's know, just shown by the people who've lost you know millions of dollars you know in crypto that's you know it's it's clear as day that's right there for you to, to look into i mean um it's 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 not saying that these people are all bad you know it's it's saying that like this is a phenomenon with human beings that we've seen time and time again through history yes yes right it's simply a pattern yes and the pattern will repeat again in the future in some other form that we can't really know yeah but but we will understand. Yes, it's, and it, the, exactly. the the tools or the technology that creates it and and sees it rise again will yeah. be different. But I mean, and and that's also what's fascinating about Herbert's understanding or focus on humanity, like the instinct versus the evolution. You know, like the the nature versus nurture. Like, what do people have culpability and control over? Yeah, what controls them? Like, but I mean, one thing does does feel certain it's that people will fall into patterns yeah there is something that we're like biologically driven by and swayed by and yeah. i think it's why Hermer focuses so much on cum and vaginas and all that yes. shit because <laughs> <laughs> because i i think well it's it's taken us like, like an hour and a half to <laughs> to, to get to fucking herbert's yeah. horniness <laughs> that's that's very weird but for i us. but i think it's uh, you're right but i think it's exactly what like it it sounds weird when you talk to someone who hasn't read dune but like i think it makes perfect sense when you just keep thinking about it and talking about it because I think he's thinking about all the same things and he's like, well, wait a fucking second. Yeah. If all this shit keeps happening throughout all of human history, if it's always been happening and as far as we can tell, always will happen, why is it happening? Well, it's our biology. Yeah. And what is our biology if not our sex? If, if not sure. us having sex with one another and creating people with yeah. the only way that we can. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think, I mean, it's all connected obviously it it really really is and i think that's you know it's 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 kind of an easy out for like right wingers to be like 
yeah, this is us, this is how we are, that's it, we're not gonna do anything to try and be better, this is just how we are, you know, men are men, and women are women, and, um, like, yeah, like, okay, like, you, you kind of understand the basics, but, like, that's, like, I think that's doing a huge disservice to the humanity that, like, Frank Herbert was writing about like like he had a lot of faith in humanity and the evolution of 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 humanity you know socially and physically and emotionally um spiritually like i i i just feel like that conservative argument is like it's just super anti-progress and like um you know you can you can point to these texts to these books and be like he was a libertarian, he'd be conservative today, he'd, he'd, you know, argue that, you know, whatever, uh, you know, rights, uh, shouldn't, shouldn't, you know, exist because of just the natural order of things, and that's just not true in my, in my understanding of it, it's, it's, um, you know, I, I think Frank Herbert was pro-humanity and pro-evolution of the mind, body, spirit, and soul, um, and I think that progress is something that we should always be fighting for. And if we see a limitation of humanity, we shouldn't just say, oh, yeah, you know, men are always brutes and, you know, cruel to their partners and whatever. We shouldn't just say, oh, yeah, that's just how, that's just how people are. We should try and be better and push through those obstacles and break those walls. Like, always. I think that is what humanity should be and that is what frank herbert has always been saying yeah yeah you're right i mean that's that tension between like what people are it's almost like kind of a recognition that like humanity does have a nature that like if left to like a natural environment a human will probably almost definitely do this thing Mm. but the magnificent thing about people is that they have the capability to culture the awareness that allows them to break free of their conditioning that with enough thought with enough reflection with enough practice and understanding that you don't need to uh behave strictly and only according to your instincts it's it and it's it's always it's it's never just a one or the other you know no human within dune just breaks free from those patterns with that hold herbert's like very realist and grounded in the understanding that it's always like a it's not even a competition but i suppose like a conflict um a a a kind of push and pull between those two things but like that the the kind of magical thing about humanity is that like it and it sounds like really um i mean at at this point like i feel like reductive on how we think about animals but like i think the way that herbert thinks about it is that a human doesn't always have to be an animal a human can be something else yeah the fact is a human is an animal but like we've been gifted with with some sort of ability with some sort of um 
understanding that that like we can create ourselves to be something different we can like fucking mold our own consciousness into something that it might not have biologically been intended to be yeah you know it's like it's like when uh people make stories about you know like creating like ai and it becomes self-aware like you made it but it's it's become something something different you can never understand or predict yeah you know people are that biological machine like and um there's there's no answer to that there's no like resolution there's no like oh well is it nature is it nurture is it you know it's like it's both it's both of those things in in constant fucking like agony with one another and and anytime herbert reflected on nature or or anything like i was always so drawn to it because it's like you know what what does he think like what is the answer like there never is an answer there never is but like i mean that's it's just so um it's so interesting to read through the saga and the way that he like depicts that because it's 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 all about how those things relate to each other like he's always thinking about systems when it comes to government anything you know but like so too the the very laws that dictate how you fucking live and breathe you know it's like those are related to something else too yeah like everything's just like tied together in a fucking i don't know man maybe that's the net that uh fucking duncan breaks through at the end before he escapes on the ship it's yeah. just like the webs that tie people to yeah. one another no you're yeah you're you're fucking right um yeah i mean if duncan breaking through that web is not the ultimate testament to humanity's ability to you know evolve and progress then i don't know what is i mean it's it's um like you're right like that's what humanity is is we are you know we will evolve and break through and expand and progress um but we're not going to do it in in like a fashion that is is nice or happy um there will be a lot of hurt along the way and a lot of pain um and it's not going to be a uh, you know linear straight line it's going to be ups and downs yeah. and you're going to get nfts somewhere along you're the gonna way you're going to get a lot of nfts throughout <laughs> the you know throughout the journey but but i i i do think that's i do think that is human nature i think we do actually want to be better in all ways i i think it's i think our core nature is to improve not just you know for ourselves but for you know everybody for our community for our loved ones for the world i i i i do think that everybody has that capacity within them um and i believe that that's kind of what herbert was getting at but like you said in a very realist very kind of uh you know not gritty but a grounded way where humans are humans and you know it's like it's it's almost a, a, a subconscious impulse right uh to to improve ourselves and to make lives better uh you know 
around us and it's it's not always a uh an obvious thing it's it's not always a clean break and 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 we also do have those um impulses where we we act in our own self-interest like that's undeniable but um the constant battle between that and our need to better ourselves i think is kind of the crux of of the dune series um in a way um and there's so many more aspects to that but um but yeah that that's that's definitely and, and that even you know plays into the role that like freedom and free will plays too because you know it it, it kind of feels like as as much as we want to progress we have these animalistic instincts that are pulling us back right that yeah that that make us want to you know if you know if you want to g- get basic you know uh, just kind of slothingly, you know, lay around like the Baron or whatever, and yeah, 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 and and watch all of your your peasants, you know, uh, do do your bidding. Um, but so, yeah, it's 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 just very interesting that you know, kind of, it does kind of cover all the different vantage points of humanity. Um, but I think it does, it does make it clear at the end of the day that, that the, 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 um, the focal point really is, is that, that progress and that, that yearning for, for better and for freedom. Yeah. Yeah. When you lay it all out like that, um, and I mean, like, listen, I love Dune. I feel like the first thing I ought to say is like, no matter what I say following this, like, it could all very well be, like, a nice can crack. Yeah, baby. It could all be, like, just a subconscious will to try and justify or morph what I think are the the worst aspects of Dune into, into sure. something, um, you know, with, with some kind of value. Or But, I mean, like, okay, that all being said, me, me recognizing and reflecting on what I could be doing as a human... Um, Really what I mean is like, well, so some of the things that I had the biggest problem with in God Emperor, let's go back to it. Um Duncan Idaho's homophobia. Yeah. Um and definitely the way that like Leto um painted in the broadest brush strokes the differences between men and women the reason why the fish speakers were an army solely of women and yeah. all that i mean um but i mean like what, what you know i guess what i'm trying to say is like if part of what herbert's trying to do throughout the saga is to create a tapestry of what it means to be human in all its forms um, to exclude the worst parts of itself would be disingenuous. To, to yeah. try and create an idea of the human experience without homophobia, without people who separate, uh, you know, those from the others. I, I mean, like, it's one of those things, like, as I say it, I, I don't, I still don't think it adds up because I'm also of the belief that, like, you know, we recognize that it's people who create the art that we then appreciate and yeah. understand and consume um you know 
And so, like, even if we recognize that the darkest aspects of humanity are what they are, like, does that need to be reflected? Does that need to be seen by the people, especially by the people who truly experience that in their real lives? Like, there's such a much larger nuanced discussion to be had about it. But I'm just going to circle back and, and think about, like, despite what I think about the idea, despite that, even in in the face of that, I s- still am leaning more towards this idea that I think Herbert handled it poorly, probably shouldn't have fucking broached the subject in the first place, but what I am thinking about is the intent of the creator themselves. Yeah. What could be the thought process and the understanding of the person who made this art? And um, potentially, it's that, you know, Herbert himself recognizes that these things are not things to be um, considered as justifiable. You know, they're either brought up to be examined, like so many other things, to be thought of as all the options, but you choose, right? Like, you kind of need to be the human in this Gamjabar test of my book series. Yeah. And you need to fucking make up your own mind, you stupid piece of shit. Yeah. And also, um, you know, does humanity not have the capability to make all of these decisions? I could show you just the best, you know, or, or least offensive decisions or options, but I mean, like, you also need to understand that, like, humanity is capable of, like, the, the, the darkest fucking recesses of you know, horrible yeah. decisions. Yeah. You know, I mean, like sure. it, it, it would, it would be disingenuous to, to project, whew, to, pro, <laughs> to project a humanity that, that doesn't have that fallibility within yeah. it too. Like Duncan Idaho is just a man. Like, could he not be homophobic? Is the fact that he's homophobic, like, does that, dissuade or like does that nullify what he was before could it not be that it's not that it's all duncan idaho's but only the singular duncan idaho that you pretty much follow for the majority of god emperor Mm. and every other duncan idaho before and after could even be gay themselves who fucking knows Mm -hmm. or you know bisexual there's a a bunch of labels you apply yeah i'm not gonna get too caught in the weeds there but i just mean like there's a lot going on, man. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, if we're talking about trying to think about the Dune saga as like an understanding of humanity, it kind of needs to be like that that wide net. It kind of needs to collect the things that you don't want to see. If it really is going to try and show you that too. Yeah, that, no, you're I mean. you're 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 absolutely right. I mean, there's there's the the great quote that is, you know, I think it's attributed to Muad'Dib, but um, it does kind of feel like a Leo quote where it's like, you know, like, like look into the, the places that you don't want to. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be look, there staring be there, out at yeah, you, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yep. that, that that is the quote. Man, that is a great quote. And it really, that, it that really is Muad'Dib, is. you're right, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's such a fucking good quote. And I think, I think, I mean, Frank Herbert does doesn't mean mean that i think that's that is you think that's him staring out at you i think i think frank herbert is staring out at us when we have those moments i do um and i think it's almost it i don't think it matters necessarily whether that was intentional homophobia and all the the very kind of vile things that that are showcased within the Dune series, you know, God Emperor, 
specifically, but I mean, I think that I like personally as a human in 2022 now, I can envision a world where there really is not homophobia or racism or whatever. Um, I, I, I do envision a world where there's where those, you know, terrible distinctions are not made into, are not turned into violence, you know? Um, but I don't know if that was possible to envision when this book was written. So I feel like I can't definitively say whether, you know, that was Frank Herbert saying this himself or saying this as, you know, a figurehead for 1969 or whatever, or 70. Um, but that's besides the point. You know, I think I think you are right. And I think it's, you know, a lot of these... Um, books are, are are great insight into just kind of how vile and um, terrible we can be. Uh, I think that was purposefully constructed, regardless of his personal feelings. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess what's particularly interesting about that is regardless of if he intended it or not, if he if he did intend it, then he constructed it and curated that idea himself, and it's entirely intentional and it makes sense. But if he didn't, it makes just as much sense because then the author himself is essentially proving that point yeah he is that human yes being that darkness yep and and manifesting it within his art yep i think so um yeah it's it's one of those things i mean i'll, I'll circle back a bit too and then we'll we'll get to some maybe final thoughts and questions and yep. shit but um like i i think that's also what's funny in a way about the oft repeated idea that um dune is a like very considered uh takedown of charismatic leaders and again like it's not about that being right or wrong but i think what's funny is i think it's it's said most often um in response to what i think is valid criticism of the dune saga Mm mm-hmm um and i think that that charismatic leader is often uh paul like if people are thinking about the books themselves or if people aren't thinking too much about it it's herbert you know and i i think that like when people are um like when people especially now we're thinking like 2022 like you're saying you know and you know we're we're pretty hot off the heels of uh villeneuve's movie coming out Mm -hmm. of course there's tons of new dune fans coming to the saga i mean that's essentially what we are you know um 
we read it before the movie came out, but only just so. I mean, we're new Dune fans in the perspective of Dune. Yes. Um, and I, uh, I'm thinking about that because, like, I think a lot of times being on Dune Twitter and shit, like, I see people who only saw the movie or maybe just read the first book and they're like, oh, yeah, like, Paul's a white savior. Fucking a hundred people will be like, no, uh, well, didn't you read Dune Messiah? Oh, yeah. you fucking idiot. Oh, <laughs> you didn't yeah. even fucking read it. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And it's like, well, like, listen, man. Like, if you only read the first Dune book, if you only saw the fucking movie, yeah, I would think that, too. He is, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yep. Um, but, like... I, I think essentially it's 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 taken as like a personal slight. You know, uh, this thing that they love is being attacked by people that they see as ignorant, you know, yeah. that, that that don't understand it the same way that they do. And sure enough they don't, but like I don't think it's to be uh you know, like diminished or devalued no. because I think their opinions are real. Like I think that they're understanding of of what they do know about the series, but being outside of the sphere of the entire saga is, like, important. I think that's exactly what Dune is about. It's exactly what we were talking about as, like, the way that you go through the Dune saga kind of reflects, like, the basic humanity of people undergoing, like, the regime of the Dune saga itself. Like, yeah, like, you're going to read it and think that Paul Atreides is the main character, and he's, like, fucking cool as hell. Yeah. And you want to follow that motherfucker. Yep. If you stop at Dune, why would you think anything else? You'd be dumb not to. That's yeah. what I thought. Well, that's... So, the reality of it for me is that if you only read Dune, then the whole, you know... Uh, talking point of you know it's a you know criticism of of having a charismatic leader um that all falls apart because it's it's that's not really the crux of of dune and there are so many other terrific themes that that are 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 so prevalent throughout dune you know that yes, it's a valid criticism. You know, criticism to to say, hey, Paul is a white uh, a white savior. Which yeah, I mean, within the context of that that one book, he is. Um, that's not the point of Dune, but it's there, right? Yeah. And the antithesis of it is not present until the book afterward. Right. You know, like like very very like significantly. Like you can point to. Uh, to you know, like passages of of, of both books to, to say, hey, like this. I mean, Paul is like portrayed in a very overall overwhelmingly positive light within the you know the the ending of the first book, and that there's a there's a total heel turn in the second book, and that's intentional. But to say that you know it is a deconstruction of the white savior con- uh, uh, the white savior um trope in the first book i think that is a bit disingenuous or reductive um and there are i guess maybe foreshadowing or warning signs within dune yeah i think it's there it's there there's there's 
premeditation, you know, on Herbert's part. But um, but it, it's 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 certainly not the the most important no aspect. And then of course, like he kind of goes to the other end of the the spectrum. Like again, like you know, the Hitler moment is. It's like, well, man, do I have to like fucking spell it yeah. out for you? Like, but I think that's like kind of the problem in the not the problem, but it's it. He has to undo it in a way that's significant because yeah. of how uh invisibly he constructs it you know yep. like um which in and of itself is like a commentary on the way that like these people kind of exist within our systems yeah. you know like of course like you know I, I feel like you can fucking substitute um paul for like any u.s president and be like well uh-huh. they were just doing their best job but, yeah like, I absolutely mean, you look into their administration like you know everyone is murdered tons of people yep committed yes. heinous war crimes like but it's all about like how you're going to view them throughout history like you know it, it has to do with like your uh having or lack thereof of nationalism and and, and all that shit well, that's and, like, it's it's the, the the you know the whole um kind of argument or or not not argument but just the whole like I guess talking point where it's like, yeah, the Nazis were they're they're people that lived during this time that, you know, just got, you know, uh rounded up into this whole big mess. And they were just following orders, you know? Uh, like that's the that like you boil it down to uh to 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 that essence and it's like, yeah, like that's essentially what kind of shoving these people into a a, a system does right is it, it it makes people just follow orders despite you know like real material consequences for people you know whether it's death or poverty or you know whatever uh you know name name any fucking hundred of 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 heinous you know crimes committed against yeah humanity but um right it's like you know we re- it's like the the recognition that like um everyone who is a part of that is accountable for their actions but it's also the realization that like it's almost interchangeable. Yeah, it's yep. That's that's the to, truth. To think it's like, oh well, you know, I could have been born in, <laughs> I could have been born in, you know, nineteen ten or nineteen twenty, and what, I, yeah. I just never would have done it. I'm built different, and it's like, sure, it's. I mean, it's so easy to have that thought yes, now, yes, rather than to think about the reality of what people were experiencing in the present moment of that time and that's it's never an excuse it's never a hand waving of what happened but it's it's still that tension between like what what are people um what are people responsible for in their actions and and what 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 outside forces fucking control our 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 everyday minutia our fucking actions yeah i mean and it's the minutia that matters right i mean you know that that's kind of why this whole american exceptionalism is so 
dangerous because like we do think that we are built different yes you know like that that's a very very common um perception like among americans and what you know whatever i mean it's it's just unequivocally not true like we are just people and we can be led astray just like you know millions of people from history's past have been led astray holy shit man and it's you know if if you are so allegiant to your country and then somebody perpetuates a lie that you know somebody else out there or some nation is you know devaluing your country or defacing it or you know uh, trying to attack it in some way then they can incite, you know, a a very scornful and violent reaction from like yeah. a huge population, and that's how you know wars happen. And that's you, no, you're right, you're right. And th- I mean, focusing particularly on American exceptionalism, like it makes me think about the birth of America, the shockwaves that have rippled out from from that moment. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not again like with so many things like it's not the same it's it's not a one-to-one it's not an allegory but like i mean just like how um you know paul and the fremen break free from the constraints of the empire like you know america at a time before it was america you know unites and destroys the control of the british empire yeah you know and it's like at that time like if you're like just some dude in 1776 you're like yeah i don't want to be ruled by some fucking exactly king, like fucking yeah five thousand miles bumfuck nowhere yeah like yeah like let's fucking fight and do this thing yep. but if you were to look thousands you don't even have to look thousands of years mm. it hasn't even been one thousand no, years I know. it hasn't even been one thousand fucking no. years no no in fact america has existed for about not even 300 years yeah not even 300 Mm -hmm. years has the fucking empire of america existed it's it's so funny because like i mean reading do not like it puts in perspective how how short that time time. that is that's such a short period of time right it's nothing america exactly and america perpetuates the myth like it's it's the way it's always been like it's god we're so good at myth making yeah um but like again like exactly like dune kind of begs the question like what about thousands of years in the future but like Mm -hmm. exactly you don't even have to look that far yeah we can just see the consequences of what would seem like a noble and a virtuous goal back in 1776 and the implications and the consequences of that in 2022 yeah i mean there's a lot of people who don't agree in america sure um and even elsewhere yeah but i mean like i i I don't even know what term I want to use, but I mean, like, I, I suppose it's like our common and many other people, like a common understanding that um, America is an empire that that like yeah. we kind of are the jihad that is we, unleashed. Oh, absolutely, we're like the absolutely. bane of the world, yeah. you know. And it's like the the way that even the most noble of intentions can like spiral out of control, given enough time, given enough cause and effect, that it becomes something it was never intended to. It only takes twelve years in yeah. Dune for that to become a well, galaxy-spanning jihad. Yes, but 
that's well i mean you know obviously there's so many different steps that were taken previously to allow that to happen but i mean it's it's no exaggeration where you know i I think this is this is really if you want a warning from frank herbert like this is if you allow you know your society to fall into the wrong hands or if you don't take accountability of the people that are in charge of your society um seriously then like this can it can just so easily happen like that's that is the danger of bureaucracy i think i mean right right that's like the big thing that that is railed against you know i mean from beginning to end is that bureaucracy and keeping up appearances and and you know those kind of superficial niceties that uh we kind of have to uphold above everything else you know um like that is just dangerous you know like if you you know you got to call it for what it is you got to call droning fucking children for what it is you 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 know you can't just because you have somebody in office that speaks well and is yeah is, yeah is charming does not take away from the fact that they are killing people right yeah exactly exactly and that's the thing like when we talk about like when we talk about dune and the danger of charismatic leaders like i you know what i was thinking is like oh i'd like to ask herbert like the the one thing that would be interesting i guess if he was around today it's like okay well yeah we're gonna fucking call nixon for what he is you know we're gonna call hitler and genghis khan for Mm -hmm. for what they are you know but like does that include obama you know yeah yeah but i i think the thing is within reading the dune saga is that the answer is there the information is Mm -hmm. there because like herbert is very explicit and clear that it's not the person who occupies the role it's the role that creates the person you know Um, well so i mean it's kind of like this this role the the system that w- that has been manufactured has built this role and and a certain person will occupy somebody it. will occupy it it doesn't really matter who that person was there are like i mean kind of like twice as Hadarak, where it's like there's candidates who from all around that could fit that role potentially yeah but there will be one that slots into that role ultimately. yes yeah 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 and there is that really interesting distinction i think it's in god emperor where like the 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 common trope is that absolute power corrupts absolutely yes but but herbert says that absolute power attracts the corruptible yeah mm-hmm. um mm-hmm it's one of those things that like in practice if you were to view humanity from that bird's eye view from that third person perspective there would be no difference in the people that you see come to that thing but he feels like there's a distinction between who follows in that path to become that person yeah um i guess i it's kind of does feel like a negligible difference in a lot of ways but like there's probably a lot of interesting nuances to explore there, but I, I, I guess I just mean like in terms of our discussion, like, um, you know, we, we do kind of have a collective idea, a societal idea of good leaders and bad leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, we do think of people like George Washington and Obama and JFK largely as like good 
leaders. Yep. Personally, you know, we may not. Yeah. And I think sure. do not, you mm-hmm. know? Yes. Um, but, like, again, like, the, the, the story that America tells itself even recognizes that there have been bad people to come into that role. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you know. Nixon is like, we all know Watergate, right? Like, I mean, like, even America is like, yeah, he was a douchebag. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But yeah. then, like, yeah. on to the next one. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, it's it's more about, it's not about who the next one is. It's that the role still exists. And just like you're saying, like, the, the person is like an interchangeable socket. Yes. That plugs and into that fucking mainframe. Exactly. And when things get really bad, when, when it reaches a fever pitch, you can, you can blame the person and vilify that person and then they are a pariah or right, whatever yeah. and uh but then you can just go on as <laughs> yeah, business is- as usual <laughs> yeah right that was weird anyways yeah, exactly yeah i mean th- that was an aberration the oh, fuck that guy he sucks yeah. we're gonna go we're gonna go back to how it was before you yes. know it's so much better yes. than um and and that's that's because it's that's just how it happens then you know that it's so funny to talk about that way because it's the exact thing it's like oh wow trump was crazy well thank god joe biden's president yes that's god bless america yeah (laughs) i mean that's that's exactly what's happening right now and i i I do feel like the cracks are showing i mean i think we are definitely in a bubble but still like I, i i mean i feel like it's more people than not or they're like yeah biden sucks too like i I think the cracks are showing slowly but surely um and it just it's not feasible long term yeah the only i mean the 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 tough thing it's like right it's like when you look at the largest scope of history when you look at it through a dune saga lens yeah which i guess if you're thinking about all of history is even comparatively small but um you know, like we we see that those things don't last. We we know from history, empires always fall. That's yes, kind of the the fucking Thank that's you, part Ralph. of the pattern. Yes. <laughs> um, but like the tough part is, is that the it's not that the cracks uh, build up gradually over time. They do, given enough time, but. The thing is, is that they heal too. Yeah, and they get bigger and they get smaller, and they get yes. bigger and they get yep. smaller. And it's just like you said, like it's never linear, and like it's it's tough because it feels like you can. It it, it almost feels like having that prophetic vision. Like yeah, like almost everyone, almost every left leaning person. I think can can think about some kind of understanding, some some kind of like vision or thought about what the end of the American empire could be, what it might look like. like yeah. It's tough because like it, it kind of feels like you're struck by some sort of future awareness. Like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, all things are fleeting. No, there's no way that it's just going to be this way forever. So it's like, well, what's going to be that end? And yet, you're struggling against so many other factions, the subsets of people who completely fundamentally disagree with you. Yep. The fact that even if the things that you see might be true or close to some sort of truth, that like it's going to take so much longer than you could fathom for it to materialize that it's almost just painful to consider. Like so many, so many things. I mean, 
it 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 really made me think like that the idea like one of the things that i loved about um the prophetic visions the way that herbert thinks about them and writes about them it's not that it's like a certain absolute truth it's that it's infinite paths yeah that you experience that it's it's really no different from daydreaming you know you have no real idea of if what you even experienced is going to happen or not. Mm-hmm. You know, you could fucking spend an entire day or even just a second or a minute thinking about what the future might be and you might be right, you know? And that's really not different from having a spice vision. Like, it no. feels like a fantasy drug. It feels like some sort of thing where, oh my God, like they could see the future, but you could see the future just as much as Paul can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he no, really right. doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of just a uh, you know spice is kind of a hyper awareness, I guess. Yeah, that's all it is. Right? Yeah, um, yeah, and it's like we're at the crux right now, where it's like you know the empire could fall and free fall, it just imminently, you know, and it could crash in a decade, you know, <laughs> or. It could go on just fucking slowly bleeding out for hundreds of years. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like that. Like we're at that point where like we don't know. We we don't know right. Right. Now. It, it feels like it's like you know the end, but like when's it coming? Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's that's kind of where we're at, and it's just kind of slapping on band aids. Maybe hey, maybe you slap on one band aid, it'll work for fifty years. Right. Hundred years. Okay, five hundred years if you got a good band aid. Exa- if you got a good band aid, if it's if it's primo quality, then five hundred <laughs> years. But um, but yeah, I mean it's you know unless you radically right, but change the system. But I mean, what's five hundred years? That's more than America's ever existed. Exactly. That's, By that's more than double years. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know. I know. So I mean, I think I think one huge gift though that like Dune has given us is that kind of concept of time like deep time deep time yeah it's 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 um it's way more than we will experience or that we'll ever know um and it's yeah i mean it, it just like puts life into a a different context or a bigger context and um yeah it does it it, it simultaneously makes you feel like you know things right now are like i mean literally not the end of the world or the end of humanity but also it does make you feel like responsible and want to take, you know, take responsibility for your actions because, you know, what we do now will inform the next, you know, thousands yeah. of years. So right, even if it informs only the next second, that's the next still huge. Second still informs the next one. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. And ever onward. It's exactly. It's just like that Dune quote where uh, it's one of my favorite ones. It's uh, to rob a man of one hour of his life and to rob a man of his life is only a difference of degrees. Yeah. Uh, something yep. like that. Yeah. No. I mean, and it's like, oh man, I couldn't get. I can fucking go off about that and how fucking insidious living under capitalism yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. We immediately think of like work culture. Of course. And, right, and yeah. I mean, and we measure our life or our very worth in hours. The We're most valuable to. thing that you'll ever that, that, that you will ever sell is your time. Yeah. And that's literally what we are giving away. 
Uh, right, and we're made to almost every day. Every single day. The majority of our waking life really is to produce, you know, wealth for Others. for other people. Yes. Um, for the Spice Dow. Yes. At the heads of state. For for what the Spice Dow wishes they were. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, too? Um, I think I want to wrap up here. Well, hey, so... Before I ask you a bunch of other questions. Yes. So my thought here is um, I got a piece so fucking bad. Wait, 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 wait. Can I... <sighs> We're listen, gonna, listen, listen. Wait, yes, wait, wait, wait. Ahead, wait. I, I get it. I get it. You want to take a pee break. I'm asking for two minutes of your time. I want to say, because if I if I save this point after you come back, it's not going to land. Go for it. I'm Go asking for you it. to hold it. Just spit Can it you out. hold your piss? Spit it out, man. Okay. It's this. Okay. So, Dune gives us this understanding of deep time. It's such a human... A, a natural, almost immediate human instinct to think you're missing out. Like, oh my god, like, I wish I could see the consequences of all these thousands of years. I, I wish I could be alive to see, like, what's going to happen in the future. My lifespan is so insignificant compared to the amount of time that is going to be, and, and probably what will be for, like, humanity as a whole. Like, yeah. It's essentially, like, FOMO, but for, mm-hmm. like, all life. Yeah. But... I, I think, and again, it's coming from a human with a human existence, so, like, there's going to be that bias. Like, if people could live for thousands of years, like, eh, yeah, I don't know, maybe it'd be different. Yeah. But, you know, like, Herbert even tackles that subject with Leto, and he, he kind of shows, like, that folly in the immediate satisfaction of, like you know that 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 natural that base human instinct to think like oh my god i wish i wish i could fucking live for that long and we see that like leto's entire existence is hell he fucking hates himself for every second every fucking millisecond for thousands of years imagine how much time that is just like cursing your own fucking breath you know and um I think that's one of the best things that uh, Herbert really accomplishes is to show just, like, the fucking stupidity in trying to, like, morph humanity in, into something godlike because it's it's exactly the kind of stupid god that, you know, mortals would create. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. Um, it's, it's just so far away from... Yeah, I mean, there. I don't know. I could talk about this forever, but I, I will let you go piss. But I just mean, like, when you're talking about, like, Dune giving us that understanding of time, my very first thought is, like, yeah, and I'm kind of sad I won't be around to see it. And then my Im- very immediate second thought is, wait a minute, Dune kind of shows me that, like, yes, there is all this time you won't see, but no, you don't want to be around yeah. to see it. Y- so... I yeah I I I I get it I I agree with you. I mean Leto's existence really was miserable, uh, but for for you know for me it's yeah we we got this great understanding of time. We got this great understanding of time. My my mic is fucking up. I can hear. Oh shit! But um, All right. but we um also kind of get this feeling that when we die i don't know like we're not really gone you know like our 
reverberations still are felt for forever you know no matter how how small or inconsequential it, it, it's it's i mean you know we're, we're not all going to be as big as Lido, obviously but somebody still can uncover something that we left behind that is you know pivotal in their uh discovery of you know life or their path or whatever future they're trying to uh to reach but um so yeah i mean i there there is definitely an element of fomo but the biggest thing that i've kind of been been uh saddled with is like yeah we're gone but like but we also but we 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 remain in what was left behind i think um and, and that can sometimes be even bigger than the footprint that we left when we were alive damn well said man you you fucking earned that piss go take it thank you i'll be right back and then we can wrap things up so So, yes, man, we have been on a lot of tangents tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of fitting, you know, it's, it's kind of gone everywhere and it's gone very deep and, um, into parts unknown and, uh, I mean, seemingly not related to Dune at all, but you know, <laughs> but it, it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, it's, it it all stems from Dune. That's just a testament to how, um, you know, how, uh, ever, I mean, how, how pervasive Dune kind of is within kind of the, the, the realms of our society and, uh, it just, I don't know. For sure. I mean, like, imagine being Frank Herbert and having, like, all these thoughts and then trying to funnel them into some sort of coherent, ongoing narrative. Yeah. That, like, translates those same thoughts in a way without just explicitly stating them to the reader like yeah I, I mean i mean there's philosophers who have gone their entire lives and their entire careers um writing books full of their thoughts that are you know not as effective as at, at, at communicating ideas to the reader as you know dune is um sorry socrates i know <laughs> born fuck too you, early fuck you plato <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh you you were the wrong uh part of the wrong greek lineage it's the atreides that really won out in the end um yeah no uh like for real though like i i think it is worth just taking a moment to think about like the the fact that dune makes us think about all the things that it does but like just like you're saying like we kind of haven't talked about dune yeah like we we have we have but you think about like it's it's the difference between the plot and the themes yep 
And, oh my god, we can talk about the fucking themes of Dune forever. And will. You Absolutely, know, yeah. Uh, recorded or otherwise. Like, yep. We just will. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've hardly touched on the plot. We've hardly really focused on or or really like tried to break apart the events of dune and of sure. course those two things are intrinsically tied to one another um but it, it really is a testament to like the authorship the craftsmanship of uh the work itself that just that those ideas can be like distilled and disseminated throughout time yeah you know i I think that really is like the big thing too like it it really does make me think of leto's journals imprinted on crystal redulian paper like i feel like the dune saga is exactly that like as long as it exists and as long as people read it it's kind of an insight into some other brain that has thought about probably a lot of the same things that you may have yeah and probably also a lot of things you have not thought of maybe things you've thought of differently you know but like it's at at this point god emperor and onwards it was just inescapable to us that like dune is kind of about frank herbert like it's it's not it's not it's one of those things it's like no matter what you say dune is about if you say it's about one thing it's reductive and it's stupid and you're wrong Mm -hmm. but like holy shit can i talk about who i think frank herbert is forever (laughs) yeah we fucking started this podcast with being like i don't know jack shit about frank herbert but i could fucking talk to you all day about who i think frank herbert is i mean you know now it feels like we know way too much about who he probably is or we think he is and it's just a fucking mirage yeah you know at the end of the day but i mean like regardless of who or who not that person is or isn't i mean like one thing is just like in in fucking stark contrast it's like the the work exists the work is understood the fucking books are right there and you can hold them in your goddamn hands and you could read every line verbatim whatever you get out of that it's almost a reflection of yourself yeah like so many other works of art of course but like i i think that there is something i think part of what's so special about dune is somehow like it, it it feels like there's this recognition that Herbert was able to like kind of encapsulate a part of himself. He like immortalized himself somewhere in the nooks and crannies of this text. I mean, it's the same way like you know, it's it's the same way we listen to Green Day and we think about Billy Joe in every song, you know, yeah, like totally. It's it's not that every song is a about billy joe but like billy joe is like essentially writing every song like you can't help but try to like piece together some kind of tapestry from all these different facets and reflections of a man you'll never know like i don't know i i guess i just mean like to be infatuated with a singular or a a small amount of people who make a certain amount of art like kind of like one sort of informs the other you know and uh I guess in this case with Herbert, all I mean is like, yeah, you know, we could fucking dance around who we think he is and what his thoughts may or may not be forever. Like we keep saying that, but like 
you know, he really created a, a fucking monument of science fiction here. Like, it's it's exactly that idea that like the the intent or the 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 origin point of these ideas aren't really nearly as important as as what was created from it itself anyways and uh i don't know it just keeps us going for fucking ever no i know i mean it's 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 um the story itself is um really just set dressing i mean it's like it does a discredit to the story because the story itself is great you know like uh, the the whole from the beginning of dune to the end of chapter house it's a great story that is you know if it was only the characters you know that we'd live with in their you know day-to-day lives or their 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 hero's journey or you know whatever you want to call it but if that was all you had to co- you know contend with then then it's uh it was still a fucking cracking story it was still so good right yes um but the i mean it's so much more than that. You can't even... I mean, I, I can't begin to describe it adequately. Um, right. Okay. That... that I, I don't... I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but, like, I feel like I can't even... I just, like, talk, you know? Like, we both just, like, fuck... I'm just, like... And I don't know what I'm trying to say until I, like, say it, but, like, hearing you discuss it, I think all I'm really trying to say is, like... um that when people ask me about what dune is about which is pretty much never when i think about what dune is about i always think about the themes first and the plot yeah. second yeah I, same here when i think about what dune is about i don't think about the events of dune i think about what i think dune is trying to say yeah it felt it's I feel like the way that I said that is there was going to be more, but that was it. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, that I think it's 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 baked into the story in in such a you know masterful way that it's it's I mean it's 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 hard to distinguish the story from the message, I guess, um, because it's it's so intertwined that um, I mean. You know, like like we've said that that Frank Herbert essentially is every character, you know, but the really what that means is that humanity is every character, you know. It's like Frank Herbert's concept of humanity is every character and every character portrays a uh one facet of humankind that, you know, he he wants to invoke. Um and yeah, I think it does a great job of like bundling up all of these really huge ideas about time and our, you know, humankind and um you know, just uh, I mean how uh, you know, history and future history um you know, in and kind of putting it into a uh uh a story with with characters that don't just feel like set pieces you know because if you're trying to do that you could easily make something that feels like okay well we need to you know character a has to get to point b and then um you know cover all the base up all these bases with all these ideas you want to convey but it's it's um i mean 
don't know. It, 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 you know, people say, you know, story first, everything second, whatever, but it, 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 it it's, it's like story and ideas first, stories and philosophy first. Like it, it, it all is priority, I think, to, to Frank Herbert in the, in the Dune saga. Um, there, 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 there's simply not one without the other. Yeah. I don't have anything to add to that. I just agree. But like, yeah, just, just, just the way that they both are intertwined. It's like those, it's the, it's the fucking, uh, like ladder spiral of DNA, yeah. you know, like wrapping yeah. around each other. Uh, it, it creates itself. I mean, that, that kind of is, uh, one of the, many amazing things about Dune. Um, so at the end, at a kind of end here, I mean, we know from Dune too, there's like so many different versions of an ending. Yeah. Or rather that there is no ending. Whenever you close the book on something, even when you close Chapter House, you know that there's more, even though that he didn't write it. Yeah. Whether there were notes for a seventh book or not, you know, e- even if it were a completely planned, clearly more. totally understood conclusion, even if Herbert lived for uh, as long as Leto did and he wrote all the Dune books yeah. he ever wanted to, like, th- there's always more, right? Like, there is no end to, to history yeah. unless all humanity dies mm-hmm. and the golden path is not fulfilled. Yeah. Um, uh, holy shit. <laughs> I really shouldn't go on tangents <laughs> like that because I really forget what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I, okay. Okay. What I, what I mean is like, so we're wrapping up what we're considering now to be the last episode of Dune dudes. And sure enough, for as far as we're fucking concerned, this is the last fucking episode of Dune Dudes. Um, yes. But, like... <laughs> but there's always more that's happening after the last episode. There's always more... You can always imagine something else that the characters were doing when you yeah. fucking close the chapter shut. Uh, what I mean is, is whether... It, it's not even that the idea that, oh, Frank Herbert meant to make a seventh book. He could fucking finish the seventh book, and then you fucking shut it, and you're like, well, what about what happens after? Yeah. You know? like, there's, oh, yeah. There's always, always after. I think that's part of what makes Chapter House feel as conclusive as it does. It's not that... There isn't more to be concluded. It's that Herbert writes a conclusion to Chapter House. Yes. It's the very, you know, fucking thing that, like, I feel like is so agonizing and frustrating about the Star Wars sequels. And I'll really shut the fuck up after <laughs> this. But. Oh, God. Like... It, it it feels like the, the the Star Wars sequels create a universe uh, so open ended and and empty, um, completely devoid of meaning that it's like any conclusion feels like well there there isn't one like if Return of the Jedi ends where the Emperor is killed and the Empire is defeated and the hero is validated and redeemed then when that narrative is completely torn apart when it is opened back up again to 
create a conflict for a new saga, but that conflict is the same. And the resolution is the same, where the Emperor is killed again, and the Empire is defeated again, and the hero is validated again. I mean, it, it, it feels like there is no resolution. You did the yeah. same thing. Why mm-hmm. could there not be a 10, 11, and 12 where the same thing happens? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, the difference, I think, is that, you know, it, it, it feels so circular in something like Star Wars where, you know, it is just kind of a good guys versus the bad. Like, what can happen after the, the good guys win? Oh, the bad guys are here again. Then the good guys win again. Like, you know, with Dune, it's like way more complicated than that you know it's 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 not just the bad guys and the good guys face off you know for all eternity it's um there's like a clear progression of like the entirety of humanity but even on a more basic level like all of the characters like there's i mean it's it's just a there's a real like tangible through line there from point a to point b where like you know as a species even though paul our first main character failed spectacularly even though his son was a tyrant on the other end of all of it like i do believe that like humanity as a whole you know it was better off at, like they, they've they've made progress like the Bene Gesserit are better. so the golden path was justified well you know i'm not gonna go that far well that's kind of what you far. said buddy i i mean you can pers- say it i'm just i'm just laying it out there pers- in a concise sentence for you to combat with here's the thing i think <laughs> i mean personally we should have all just died <laughs> you know it's like it's at that point where it's like let's all just fucking die we're, i mean in 2022 mo- i mean it's easy to feel that way it, yeah that's kind of my my feeling but um but no i mean it's it's obvious like the Bene Gesserit from chapter house back to dune it's like yeah they they're they're much better like morally than they were <laughs> uh, that's a good point i haven't really thought too much about that but like to think about the ebbs and flows like yes it's very easy to point the finger and be like well leto committed very obvious atrocities like horrible galactic atrocities in in the name of the preservation of all humanity but like if not if the goal is not only the preservation but the betterment like I, i think that the bene Gesserit are kind of like a case study in that where it's like at, at least from our very human perspective, it's easy to think like, oh, like they're kind of on a the upswing. Yeah, it, it I mean, does feel like you get to see people learn. It's not just that they continue. It's not just that the preservation itself is what is worthwhile. It's the fact that like people are alive and growing. Which I guess is pretty obvious because, like, Leto also shows that, like, people just being alive for the sake of existing and spinning their wheels. I mean, to to, to quote uh, the best song on Cool Ghoul's album <laughs> at Georgia Zoo, yes. wheels turning for the sake of the turning. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> it, it has nothing to do with simply being alive. It's being alive and becoming better. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I mean, I think that's... I guess that does kind of happen. It does. It does happen. And, I mean, like, the ultimate question that it poses is, is like, is Leto's reign justified, right? That's, like, the big question that there is no answer to. And I almost think that, like, if you answer to it and you feel, like, 100% justified in that answer, like, you're not really human. Yeah. Right? Like... As a human, like I feel like that, I feel like it's a, that's an impossible thing to answer. Yeah, yeah, you're right, isn't it? It just it's it's on on both sides. It just feels wrong, right? No, it's true. It's it's it's. Uh, I mean, and and like thinking about Herbert and thinking about philosophy, it's like the classic trolley problem. Yeah, but c- completely overinflated into like immeasurable, uncomprehensible. It literally all or nothing. Yeah. You're not thinking about, oh, well, when I save this amount of people, it's yes. like literally, would you kill all of humanity or enslave, or, or, all, right, of or enslave all of humanity yeah. in order to save them? I mean, like, it's 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 actually so exaggerated yeah. to the point of, like, fucking, I, I mean, like, near hilarity. Like, yeah. It, you you really almost can't even like take it seriously. But like I I think I think you're I think you're right. And that's one of the biggest things I was grappling with with God Emperor is like, well, where are we landing on here? But if if really the thought is that like th- there is no answer, you know, both sides are fucked up. The golden path is neither justified or not. Yeah. You know, it's it's sort of like, well, I mean, how could you even it, I mean, like, imagine the Dune saga if you get to Children of Dune, Paul and Leto face off in the desert, and instead, I mean, because this really is, like, the fucking crux of it all, yeah. like, and instead, Leto is like, you know what, you're right, and they allow all of humanity to die, and then books four, five, and six are about, like, the slow but inevitable wane of all existence until like everything becomes dark Mm -hmm. and then you're left asking yourself like well wait a minute like is this the right decision because well now everyone's gonna die and like this is i mean and like that that's that's kind of it that's kind of it i mean it's it's not about a right or a wrong decision no it's it's not there is no concept and, and maybe the idea is that you know like i like we were saying like humans kind of our our need to progress is super inherent in our nature i guess and like that's viewed as a good thing but it's only up to a certain point like at what point is it not a good thing at what point is our evolution a negative upon our species and on the universe you know it's like do we keep on pushing until it's bad oh yeah like I mean, were we meant to live through the Golden Path, through the uh, Kralzak? You know, Kralzak. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? That's that really is like the last unknown. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how far? How how far does Leto's Golden Path even guarantee the yeah. existence of humanity? Does it buy us a couple ten thousand years? Uh, who knows? Or do we really live in perpetuity? Yeah. Like, I mean, I I think. I I think the oh boy, I keep saying the last thing. Holy shit, man. I'm sorry, dude. But like 
one one fascinating thing too like i think there's so many things that that lead to the um i don't know the rediscovery and appreciation of dune throughout all the decades it's existed but like part of it too kind of is the fact that herbert is dead you know like i think in the same way like i don't feel like i mean like nirvana's fucking sick they're just a good fucking band no matter what. But, like, I don't think Nirvana would be Nirvana if Kurt Cobain didn't die when he was 27. Like, it just kind of is the creation of itself as it happens. And, I mean, so, too, is Dune. It's it's the creation of its own myth as its creator dies, as the last book is never finished, as his son picks up the mantle and and continues uh down the line yeah it 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 sort of is the incompletion of itself that draws people into it Mm -hmm. like there is a kind of suction i think like we see that now in so many ways like you think about um I mean, we were talking about Star Wars with George Lucas, the way that uh, people have had so many problems with the special edition re-release, with the sale to Disney, or J.K. Rowling continuing on, yeah, uh, with, of course, her turf opinions and all that shit, the way that that like, reverberates and affects yeah. Harry Potter. I mean, like, I, I feel like in a lot of ways, like the things that we, we have problems with with Herbert... There aren't even opportunities to discover the problematicisms of himself because he's just dead. You kind of get free reign. He's like, well, he's fucking dead. So it's like, I don't know what he thinks. He's fucking dead. You can kind of just project whatever you want. Yeah, and it's interesting that, you know, kind of as an author, you know, in modern times that's alive, it's like after their usefulness is done, like we can kind of like... I don't know. It's like if they don't fit into the mold that we have, you know, put them in, it's like, I don't know. That's it's, I, but I think the issue really is that we put them in a mold in the first place. Right. We, we, we kind of like have these idealized versions of these people that, um, is, you know, not accurate because we don't know the person as a person. We know them as the author of our favorite book. Dude, can I tell you? I mean, there's so, there's so many Dune quotes. Can I tell yeah. you my favorite Dune quote? Yeah. I feel like yeah. if there's any time to tell you yeah. this one. Here lies a toppled god. His fall was not a small one. We but built him a pedestal, a narrow and a tall one. And I feel like that's exactly it. It's not the... it. It is and it isn't. It's a feedback loop. It's yeah. not just the people who create the art. It's not just the people who support the art. It's both of them in tandem. Yes. You know? And like... I mean, humans are not... It's it, it's it's not possible for us to fill that role. You know? There will be a, a reckoning. Right. And it's like... There's a kind of a natural tendency, I think, to idolize people with like perceived greatness and then like to to put people on that very pedestal like it's it's a misunderstanding that they're anything but human you know yeah we put them on the pedestal because we think they're different because we think they're a great human but it's like 
a, a complete misunderstanding. Like all people are the same. Yeah, they're not. If you want to, if you want to get down to it, like they're not. Like there's a lot of very appreciable differences between people. But yeah. like, of course, we also recognize like the folly in doing that, and it's like it's not all the responsibility of the person on the pedestal. It's not all the responsibility of the people building the pedestal. It's like the cause and effect, the consequence and the action. Like, I think that's one of the most interesting things that Dune explores, you know, it's not the beginning or the end. It's like everything in between. And, uh, it's just fucking crazy, man. It. I mean, it. It is, and I. I mean, uh, we could. I know. Go on. We could go on all night. I know. Um, we really could. Can, and I, can I say one all more thing? Days and days and days. All right. Listen, we're gonna wrap. I swear to fucking God, I'm sorry. I gotta go to bed. No. Okay. 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 But listen, listen. I. I told you before this podcast. I was like, I got some like shit. I was like, if I had questions or whatever. <laughs> I don't have any questions for you anymore. We talked about all of them. Yeah. But there's one thing I want to say. Yeah, f- uh, of course. My question was, what have you learned from Dune? I think that's pretty much everything we've been talking about, but there's one yeah. thing that I didn't talk about, and I just want to mention it here. Yeah, of course. And then we'll just let it go. Um, my answer to that question that I wrote down is that Paul showcases the importance of choosing... A future uh, instead of allowing a future to choose you that the jihad can kind of be interpreted as like a looming depression something you ultimately surrender to instead of fighting against now of course that's like my own personal interpretation and that's largely informed by my own like thoughts on depression and all that shit but like i remember one of the reasons why i was so connected to and interested in paul as a main character um was for kind of exactly that like i thought it was so i think the best thing that dune the first dune book itself does is like you know, Herbert's always creating that mystery. He, he kind of creates the problem and, and forces you to ask, like, how is he going to solve it? And I love that Dune, the book, is like, well, he doesn't. Like, you spend so many hundreds of pages, like, oh, my God, how is this going to get resolved? Yeah. And then Herbert's like, well, it's not resolved. It doesn't resolve. <laughs> the resolution is that it happens. <laughs> and it just gets worse. Right. And you're yeah. like, oh, fuck. And, like, I just... I, I love that it just flies in the face of, like, modern literary convention. Like, no no writing class would teach you to write that way. If you handed no. in that fucking story, they would tell you to fucking write it again. Yeah. Because you completely did a disservice to the narrative you were building up. And yet, yep. it, it's ex- exactly the point of the Dune saga. Um. I, I guess I just mean like it, it really made me think about the infinite futures before myself. Like, uh huh. It made me think about choosing a future. And like, I'm not going to say that I got engaged because I read Dune, but. But you did. But I, but I, but I really am going to say right now that I, I think there's a link. 
that I think that somewhere in the chain of the person who I was before I read Dune and the person who I was after I read Dune, that part of the reason I was the person I was after I read Dune was because I read Dune. You know? Yeah. So like, well, no. I, mean, I just feel yeah. like it made me think about my future a lot. It made me think about what we think about as inevitability and the fact that oftentimes the things that we think are inevitable are things that we either choose or allow to happen. And that there's like, even if there are infinite futures ahead of you, and it's not an even if, there are. There's infinite futures before every person, but there's like a power. There's a there's a personal fucking strength in choosing your future. Yes. There's there's something I mean like thinking about Duncan, thinking about what we think of as freedom, whether it's a mistake or a, a folly or whatever you want to fucking call it. Um I think that there is a a power in the recognition of that self-actualization. And I guess all I really can say is Dune helped me find that future. Dune helped me be the person to take that action. And I'll always appreciate it for that. Here is the deal. Paul was wrong. Odrade proves that in a way. The Bene, the, the Bene Gesserit wisely moved on from that prescience trap, you know. Um, it, you know, may, maybe it does put you into a vision lock kind of scenario, but I mean, Leto even you know predicted the downfall of the of the Bene Gesserit and that may be true but not in the way that you know is is happening with kind of a merger of them and the Honored Maters um so yeah I think that lesson is super valid and and um I think that's a great takeaway from the whole series and um I mean, definitely something that I've gotten out of it too. Uh, we we do have have control of our future, um, and I think I think you know freedom is something to be valued and and to be to be uh, you know, to, to, to worthy of fighting for, and you know not in the way that is maybe talked about in in the modern age, but. You know, I I think if people looked around them and and kind of saw how many shackles that binded them, they would be super shocked. Um, and it's 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 not as obvious as you know as 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 being imprisoned or whatever, um, which is still that is obviously still a problem within the you know in the world. Um, but um, but no, there's there's uh, things that are more pervasive than that that keep us at at bay. Um, and I mean, yeah, it just it just 
the 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 big lesson if you want to simplify is you know think for yourself and uh that's you know definitely something that i have taken to heart fuck yeah man i think i can safely say at this point however many hours in i have nothing else to add neither do i there's always more to add but this is the time to say i have nothing yes (laughs) time to chop it off time to cut off cut cut the you know so much like an unidentifiable ship in a unknowable universe or whatever the line is um the dune dudes have blasted off into that next thing and it doesn't mean we're gone and it doesn't mean we're done it means that no ending will complete the pattern of humanity that we all find ourselves in and if you look you will find us staring out at you from that space where you dare not tread yeah i mean and and you know we're inviting you in um we'll be there but not here well uh connor until next time whoa holy cow this is a uh wow this is this is a uh table the table how's, how's it feel the yeah how's it feel turned. how's it feel until next time um it's not easy is it <laughs> until next time Keep the spice flowing in the free world, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love you, buddy. We got to do a, we gotta yeah, do a, yeah, a no. goodbye hug. I love you, too. Oh, this has been, this has been great. It's, Thank you, I everybody. Mean, Thank you. As, as like a real, I mean, like a victory lap, we're done here. Like yeah. Just the fact that you and I can sit here in our dumb sweaters and our dumb hats and get drunk together and talk about Dune for however many hours it's been. Um. yeah I love you too like we said it on the last episode of our discussion but like there's no it, it's just like with Dune like there's no, there's no amount of times where it's like oh like that's been enough you yeah. know, we don't need to talk we don't need to talk about it anymore no. like I, I think that um, talking about Dune dudes like especially oh fucking shite especially especially with our last two guests we just had brendan on my brother yep uh (laughs) former guest current brother true we had our partner's girlfriend fiance on and like it was this idea that uh that that dune dudes is also like a, a, a a fucking record of like our lives at this time and like i think that's fucking true man yeah and like definitely definitely you know we recognize about the other people but like yeah fucking true that like it's also about you and me it's also about like this moment in time like about yes. friendship and how yeah. june has informed that and like all that fucking shit man so um yeah absolutely i uh fucking give you all the credit in the world for going through this uh you know 
together you know the two of us like it's absolutely and uh and i look forward to the various gola incarnations that this will surely take Uh so please be on the lookout for that yes be on the lookout keep your eyes peeled um yeah uh, that's it that's it that's it there's no more there's no more if you're waiting for something else you're fucking stupid that's it there's as you know denis would say (laughs) there's no deleted scenes there's no deleted scenes no end credits this is it peace Doon dudes, doon dudes, doon 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 dudes, doon dudes, doon dudes, doon 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 Doom, doom, doom.